Hi, you are watching the Below the Belt show. Oh, <laughs> don't people know? People, people should well, know, you know? Uh, hi, I'm Johnny Galecki, and you are watching the Below the Belt show. The Below the Belt show is closed caption for the hearing impaired. It is now time for the Bad Boys of Baltimore. Pips up. Goes down. Yeah, that's right, guys. It's time for another episode of BTB. Below the belt in the mother effing house. I'm your host, Al Soto, a.k.a. Celebrity Soto, a.k.a. your host with the most. Here for one of two more weekly orgasms. That's right. Below the belt show is taking a hiatus for the summer. I like to call it summer vacation, <laughs> as this is our penultimate episode. Might as well call this the Bells episode. I think it's penultimate, isn't yeah. it? Pen, pen, yes. Penultimate? Yes. Penultimate episode yeah. of BTB. And we decided to have a party for the last two shows. And that's right. Let's sure go. Did. Let's go ahead and introduce the room. Starting with, that's right, guys. He is the king of the 80s, the demotivational speaker. He's back from Havana, Cuba, the one <laughs> and the only Chachi McFly. What's going on? Two more shows? Two more shows before summer vacay. And you're actually taking a break this summer? I don't believe it. It wasn't my decision, but we are yeah. taking a break. Well, we'll, we'll find out what happens. I, I <laughs> put you coming back like after three weeks or something. <laughs> well, I wish that was the case, guys, but um, uh, I think we explained on last week's show that um, the facilities will not be accessible, long story short, uh, until the fall. Basically, we're taking away everything good in the world. Game of Thrones is ending. Uh, we're Blo- taking a hiatus. <laughs> we'll do it Kill yourselves now, everybody. A sense of world peace, <laughs> a, uh, a good economy, and uh, yeah, everything's going away. And we have to introduce the rest of the room, starting with, that's right, she is sweet, uh-huh. Chocolata herself, uh-huh. STS, Sabrina Taylor-Smith. Oh, hello, hi. BTB, <laughs> how are you doing today? <laughs> and to her left is your grace, the mother of dragons, the breaker of chains, the one and only Lady Morgan Fabulous. Hello all. Lo- lovely to be here. Lovely to be here. <laughs> Good to have you back on Below the Belt Show. Yes. Both of you, and last but not last but not least, it is a celebration of sorts. Even though we are saying goodbye for a few months, but nonetheless, 
Joining us, last but not least, the adorable one. There's, there's two more left. Yeah, excuse <laughs> me? <laughs> there's two more. Mother. I know I don't really uh, really stand out too much. <laughs> okay, my bad. I know bad. I'm a calming presence, so sometimes we're going to exist. Sorry, we have two more people to announce. See, that's why I'm so used to having uh, uh, fewer people. Uh, she is the adorable one. She is actress, voice actress, the one and only Allie Dash. Hello, hello. <laughs> Glad uh, to be back again. Glad to oh, have you back. I'm finally in a house. The last two times I was here, I was living in a hotel. Right. But I am finally back home. So you basically pulled um, a This Is Us with the Jack thing. With the... Yeah. Essentially, right? But not as bad, not to that extent. Not to that extent. <laughs> he lost, he lost that. Right. <laughs> Jack lost a lot did. more. Jack, Jack lost, lost his, a lot more. Jack lost his life in This Is Us. That's right. I'm just disgusted you made that reference. <laughs> I know. I guess it's not a good analogy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but I was alluding to the fire. Okay. But yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm full of it tonight, guys. We're ending, a, we're ending an era here, guys. Um, all right. E-R-R. <laughs> the one. And the only guys, let's go ahead and introduce last but not least. Let me correct myself. Are you sure about not least? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. He is the fan favorite. The man with Wait. the calming presence. <laughs> Who said fan favorite? The one and the only. What kind of bullshit is this? Mike <laughs> the General Zod. Well, it looks like I have to be less calming from now on. Otherwise, I'm not noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought he was introducing you, and then he said the adorable one, and I was like, oh, Well, that would obviously be me. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, guys, we have to have a party tonight. It's um, the, the penultimate episode of BTB. Uh, next week is our uh, spring season finale, so we're going to go out with a bang. Um, I guess before we go into everything in the world of Hollywood, let's go ahead. I go around the room. I know, uh, Chachi, you are fresh back from Cuba. Let's hear uh, about some of your highlights. Yeah, fresh and sunburnt. <laughs> fresh and sunburnt, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's so did you enjoy the, the fruits of socialism down there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, communism. Oh, communi- communism. I'm sorry, communism. Yeah, it's a whole different world down there. I mean, it, it's it's definitely beautiful. The people there are, are you know, super nice. Like, you walk around all the streets. You walk around at 2 in the morning. You, even if it's sketchy looking areas, like nobody messes with you. There's like, like I didn't see like any crime at all. Wow. You know, and they kind of just avoid tourists. I think there's a big penalty for messing with any kind of tourists down there, because that's their like many people's livelihood. So they don't want anything going wrong. Um, because tourism just started a few years ago, correct? Well, I mean, it's been it's been going on, you know, um, you know, with with Canada and Europe and those countries. Okay. But it started with the U.S. like a few years ago. And just a few years ago, right? And it's pretty easy to travel down. I mean, it has a bad reputation about being hard to travel down there, but it's really like simple. Um, but the country looks like it looks kind of like it was like a you know like a war happened like you know back in 1959 you know and then looks like people are kind of living in like the you know rubble of the war. You know, you could see it used to be like a it was like a paradise, especially for the U.S. down there in like the 30s, 40s, and 50s, and all the movie stars from Hollywood would go down there and party, and the um, you know the mob would go down there and and do their business like back in the 50s, and like they own hotels and stuff, and like because they could do business down there and not be um, you know, not be tracked by the FBI in Cuba. Oh, so it was like wow. a paradise, and it's only 90 miles off the coast of Florida, so it's very close for um, for very the quick U.S. Flight. Yeah, very quick flight, 45 minute flight from Florida. Um, 
but it, it you know in 1959 um Castro um revolution so everything's um you know, they had a dictator before him but he's supposed to free the people but then he became a dictator after he freed the the people <laughs> so it's like you know that having that power people get corrupted by that power um but it, it's just a very beautiful place um did you see lots of uh, 1950s era sedans? Oh my I god, yeah, that. and that's the coolest part I think for myself is that um, you know since the um, trade embargo in the 60s, like they, it's hard for them to get any kind of American cars, and, you know, or in America being one of the closest um, countries to them. So most of the cars on the streets are still like the classic 1950s, like Chevys and Fords and stuff. So it's like you're really going back in time. It's like, you know, think about like Marty McFly going back to 1955. It's kind of like that whole style. You know, you see wow. all these classic cars on the roads. And the Cuban people, um, you know, being poor, they've kept um, these cars running all these years. And they actually, um, they actually, um, you know, they um they um give them to their um you know their um you know sons and daughters and stuff and they pass them down from generation to generation these cars so they're like a family legacy and they and you, and you constantly see people on the side of the road trying to like you know are broke down trying to fix the cars to get them running wow. again you know but they keep these cars um running you know and it's pretty cool to see um the bathroom situation it's down almost there like went through a time warp like a time warp yeah like like a back to the future but All like right. the um, bathroom situation is very different than America mm-hmm. like you'll go out to um you know, restaurants, stores, or whatever, out of your house, mm-hmm. and a lot of the um, a lot of the toilets don't have toilet seats. Oh God! You know, and or they don't have toilet paper. So some will have toilet paper and no toilet seats. Other will have, you know, vice versa. You can't win them all. You know, and and then a lot have neither. <laughs> That'd be really difficult for women, right? And it is. And I, I heard you squat. I, I've been to Egypt, and oh, they yeah. didn't have Egypt any. is the same way. Yeah. Well, by the pyramids. There's like not really any place to go to that. They're like, you can go in this one place where there's a hole and people have like completely missed the hole and there's shit everywhere. And I was like, I'd rather <laughs> find a sandy spot and yeah. just, you know, have the time of my life. Yeah, I heard like some bathroom attendants that you can like pay to get like a, a piece of toilet paper to use Jesus. You know, for women wow. or whatever. And like, and they, they have a bad um, sewage, sewer system there. Mm-hmm. So like they, they expect you to like, they have little teeny trash cans with lids next to each toilet. They expect you to put your used toilet paper in these little trash cans, Ugh. which is nasty. You know. Wow. I still flush. So if, if well, the your hotel, your hotel now, wasn't like that. We stayed in the Airbnb, and okay. like, like he was, um, he had a regular like private bathrooms and okay. you know full <laughs> facility and stuff. So that was pretty nice. With but seats and toilet with paper. seats and toilet paper. And like, the only <laughs> places I really saw that had seats and toilet paper were like. Um, were like some of the more fancy hotels that we stopped at, you know, mm-hmm. like walking around town. Yeah. The things we take for granted. It, 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 right? It's so true. It's you know, so true. It's like right. We wouldn't even think about that. Like we went into some right. of the grocery stores there, and it's nothing like our supermarkets. They have like small stores, uh-huh. and like you might see like like one type of cookie you can buy. So have like you know like a you know a bunch of cookies. We have only. at least two That's types, it. right? Yeah. But only like one brand of cookie. Like they have like <laughs> I saw like I saw like baby diapers. They had one brand of baby diapers you could buy. And people lined up in the morning to get inside this grocery store. God. And the, the owner of the house wow. said he has to go. He needs to go to like eight different grocery stores to get the stuff he needs for the week Holy because smack. certain stores don't carry certain stuff or they can't even get it in. Um, uh, it's it's a whole different way of life, and you really you really do take for granted all the stuff that we get in this country. You know, just yeah. like, to get all the you know going, going to Wegmans first around here. Problems. Yeah, it's a, it's amazing, and like even a lot of the restaurants care of were other countries first before you take care of other countries. <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't see people sitting on the side of the road with maggots eating their legs out, yeah. but you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, and I, you saw like a lot of um, <laughs> you know, 
a lot of restaurants, um, you know, ran out of beef. They didn't have any beef. So, mm -hmm. like, um, also, that's a true story. I did see that happen in Ethiopia. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And like you know, in, in, you know very like, uplifting there's not, show. There's not a lot of wi <laughs> there's not a lot of Wi-Fi there. Like, like certain hotels will have Wi-Fi that you can log on to. Oh, that's why you weren't too active on social media. Yeah, but the Cuban people, <laughs> the Cuban people just got Wi-Fi on their phones, or actually oh got God. data, internet on their phones, like I last died. December for the first time. For the first time. You wow. know, and and, the, and that's like used by the. Um, you know that's that's by the government. That phone's provided by the okay. um, government. And and then um, people um, what was that? Uh, she was like, I would die. I was like, yeah. but you know we you, we have been around since before <laughs> cell phone time. Right, right. Yeah, you remember, I don't remember that time? Stop trying to front. <laughs> <laughs> Your grace. What? I don't remember. <laughs> You know, so but some, some of the uh, some of the better things. Well, before that, like oh, okay, I, you're gonna get to more. Okay. This one guy gave us a tour of, of old Havana. I was walking us around, and his wife mm -hmm. worked for the government, which a lot of people do there. And she was a computer programmer who made video games, and she made ten dollars a month. You know, programming video games. Oh my God! Yeah, she'd so, make uh, five times as much in the U.S. Right. So so then like what? Five times? No, ten dollars a month. Oh, I thought ten dollars an hour. No, ten dollars a month <laughs> to make. God. <laughs> you know, and he made for his tours. He gave us. We um, paid him thirty dollars each, mm -hmm. so he made one hundred twenty dollars um, in two hours. So as much as he makes the whole entire year, he made in two hours. Wow. So, and like, like you can't have, you can't like start your own business. You can have a business out of your house. Was a lot of people had like a little storefront inside their house and selling um, food or uh, or products mm -hmm. or whatever. But it's got to be inside your house. You can't like go and like build like uh, open a business down the street and make a building or whatever. Like, like we can here, it's got to be like in your house, which was only a, a more recent thing. But you know, it's, it's cool nightclubs, like beautiful women, beautiful beaches. Oh, yeah. um, I'm sure. Went to the Revolution Museum, which was talked about Castro uh, taking over, and it's weird seeing like something from a different country's perspective because he was talking about the bad things that our CIA did in the museum. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how much of that was true or, or propaganda on his point, on his part, but like, you know, the revolution um, was, his his revolution was shown in the positive light, whereas like, you know, same with our revolution then against England. But, you know, if we would have lost the Revolutionary War, then I'm sure England would have had museums showing how bad um, George Washington and stuff was. So it's all, it really depends on who wins the wars. Is They're the people that get to make the history and make the museums and stuff. So it's kind of interesting to see from that kind of perspective. Oh, but wow. yeah, just, just great food there. Um, it was like 100 degrees though. It was like hot, like 100 Woo. degree heat index. So it, it was it was hot. And like, uh, you know, some places don't have AC, but um, great music. Um, you know, Cuban cigars. I tried that for the first time, which Even was great. Even though you abhor smoking. Yeah, but you don't you don't really inhale into your lungs. So it's right. different than smoking cigarettes. That's but true. I tried a cigar, you know, once before, which I didn't like at all. This, I thought, tasted a lot better. Oh, good. Okay. But yeah, so um, all right. It's a, it's a really um cool experience. I mean, it's not it's not a vacation for everybody. I don't think it's like really if you like to go and like see Different another country's cultures, cultures yes. it's great. It's not like it's not like you're gonna be on at a resort, you know, and having like mm -hmm. every um comfort of home. It's not like that. You know, you, you have to really <laughs> get down and really see how other people live. Yeah. Anyone have any other similar international uh, traveling stories? Well, it's not. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'll let you go. Oh, no, go ahead. I'm, I have many. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the one significant thing I'll say is uh, 
I've been mistaken for a native in every country I've ever traveled to. <laughs> oh, I'm fine, except for Germany and Poland. Yeah. Even in England, I, I was mistaken for a native, but I guess it's because I kind of look Indian, too. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I <laughs> yeah. have in England, too, but Actually, not in, like, Germany or Poland. Yeah, I've never been to China or Japan, so that's on probably... On the bus. <laughs> that's actually really weird. Or, in Tulum, or Sweden. <laughs> yeah, or Sweden. Or Sweden, yeah. In Tulum, Mexico. Uh, or Denmark. Someone actually asked me, do you speak English or I thought it was hysterical because <laughs> that's something I don't hear too often. You know, yeah. especially oh, here. Oh, I right? can tell you there was. But a, in Mexico, do you speak English? <laughs> yeah, in, in, when I was in Greece, <laughs> this uh, this old guy right. came up to me frantically rapid fire speaking uh <laughs> screaming something in greek to me <laughs> and and to this day i have no idea what he was talking about because <laughs> he couldn't it speak was all english greek to you. yeah it was all greek to yeah. me well, he's probably calling you the adorable one possibly <laughs> mixed it up there i will say one time when uh, mm-hmm. my family we were all in the dominican republic and my sister and i were uh, swimming and this guy was like oh like can we take basically wanted us to take a picture with him because he thought we were natives. <laughs> but he couldn't speak wow. in the Dominican Republic. But we couldn't speak whatever language he was speaking in. So we were just like, all right. Was it, it like a so white guy? Just, or? Like, yeah, it was a white guy. Okay. And um, so we were just like, fuck it. And we just posed with him in this picture. So <laughs> I just think it's really funny because I'm like, he had no idea that <laughs> he just posed with two Americans <laughs> in his photo. But whatever. When I was in the um, Philippines, like nobody thought I was Filipino, really? and it's and still like to this day. Like I um, are you Filipino? Half, yes. Okay, but yes, I am. Um, I'll go to the Filipino store, and like um, this one guy was like, "Oh, you know about Filipino food? How like how how do you um you know who do you know that's Filipino?" And I was like, "I'm Filipino." <laughs> <laughs> I know myself, like, <laughs> but it's funny because like I Filipino think you look Filipino. You look like a mestizo. That's, yeah. what, I, that's yeah. what I think. But yeah, right. when I went to the Philippines, everyone was like, ooh, white woman. <laughs> well, you got to be versatile in acting. People are very, I mean, anytime I've been to Mexico, Puerto Rico, the Dominican, right. they're like, oh, you're you're from here. This is your country. And, I'm, and they're like, and people are like, well, what are you? I'm like, my mom is black. My dad's white. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Like, I'm trying to, you know, perfect my Spanish. Un poquito. I'm like, like people, like even, even in airports, like they're like, mm-hmm. do you do you speak Spanish? I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm like a, a little bit. Like, right. <laughs> no. I just, I just would never assume. I think, I think that, uh, yeah. most of us in here has, has yeah. gotten that. Yeah. I, I mean, we all Especially have me. it. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All the time. I said most. I said most. Yeah. Well, we, we've got we've got kind of a melting We're, pot yes, here yeah. today. Yeah. You know, this the, is a great melting yeah, pot, by the way. Because yeah. at the end of the day, we're all one race. The human race. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> there you go. Boom. Yeah, Mike <laughs> dropped. <laughs> no, but, no, but um, Cuba was definitely one of the safest countries I heard for women yeah. to even go by oh, themselves. Good. And we, I mean, there's you know so many hot women there, but I really didn't know. I didn't notice any guys that catcalling women there, or like you know, mm-hmm. or trying to harass them or anything like that. Well, and, that's you know, good. Even like you know the local Cuban women are even uh, tourists because they kind of like you know stick to themselves. You know, like where if you'd see a woman walking down to Marmara City, they'd be like you know attacked. You know, like you know wow. even us like walking through parks at nighttime and stuff. Nobody messed with yeah. us at all. It was. So, you know, it's like you think communism is all bad or capitalism is all good, and it's not true. I mean, there's good and bad with both. I mean, I definitely like right. capitalism a lot better because you saw even the more rich people there were, like, way poorer than our poor in our country. So I had a group of friends that all went, all women, yeah. um, like, age, like late 20s, early 30s. It was, like, 
six of them and all their pictures were like of all of them with the with the cars like yeah, you yeah, said yeah. Right. and the beautiful beaches and they said that it was it definitely felt like they were like traveling back in time right but that they felt very safe very safe yeah never once food. did not feel safe but they were like yeah it was it was kind of weird like it felt like we were you know back in like the olden days right like, and you're walking down some sketchy so. looking areas but the people don't mess with you you know like it'll be like walking walking down like you know a bad um block on Baltimore city just like with you know kind of crumbling um buildings or whatever but you know, there's nobody messing with you in Cuba. It, it's, it's very as opposed to Baltimore. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, we have a tremendous show from top to bottom. Thanks, uh, Chachi, for sharing You're your uh, your visit to Havana, Cuba, which is really cool. Uh, we have a, I guess, an incredible penultimate episode of Below the Belt show for the the spring. Um, we have a special calling guest actress, Laurie. Laura Nimi, who plays Milo Ventimiglia's mom, Marilyn Pearson, in NBC's This Is Us. And Allie, I know you're a big This Is Us fan, so this one's for you. I'm super excited. In addition, we're going to play two of your interviews from Awesome Con, actor Phil Lamar, um, known for his voice work in video games and cartoons, and also known for his acting work in movies such as Pulp Fiction. And also your interview with Jennifer Blanc Bean will be uh, played on Below the Belt Show tonight as well. Awesome. Yes. So we got a heck of a show, guys. So let's, without further ado, let's go ahead and talk about everything in the world of entertainment. It is time for the Hollywood Report. That's hot. It's a video Dexter put together. That's off the chain. It does look good, Ali. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were muted. <laughs> the beauty of live podcasting, even though it's not really live. <laughs> we're not live right now. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's get into, let's start with movie news because I know. Oh, we our, got something to talk know, about I tonight. I know our TV segment for our favorite HBO <laughs> show will take a while. All right, so, um, but it is kind of related because the creators of Game of Thrones, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, are working on the new Star Wars movies. That are due out in 2022. Um, Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, made the announcement yesterday, guys. This will be a trio of untitled Star Wars entries. Um, So this happens three years after the last uh, uh, film, which will be The Rise of Skywalker, coming out this December. Um, how do you think uh, Dave Wait. and DB will do with the Star Wars Wait, franchise? So this is three years after this um, next one mm-hmm. takes place. Yes, 2022. Okay. Yes, yeah, so three years. Okay. So Wait, we'll is, a... the, is the movie itself supposed to take place three years after? No. It's just going to be released three oh, years. Okay. Oh, okay. I, I thought you meant it would take place three years after. No. Okay. Um, so we don't know anything about the content well, of so these it, Well, it, it's, it's rumored that it will be about Knights of the Old Republic. Oh. But that has not been confirmed yet, but I kind of... I kind of think that that's the case, you know. I, you know, if I think, if you think knights, when I think knights of the old republic, I think maybe there's some medieval influence to it. Maybe like Which, ancient uh, jedis. Yeah. So, I, I, my gosh, and they have source material. They have. Yeah, um, there's like books or something. There, there are Isn't books, there? Or graphic novels. So I yeah. think DB and Dave <laughs> would be perfect. They're actually moving the uh, Avatar movies from 2020 to uh, 2021. Um, now that Fox is now owned by Disney, yeah. um, 
Um, they don't want Star Wars and Avatar uh, coming out the same year. So they're going to alternate Star Wars and Avatar movies. So, uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> also in the Disney uh, movie news, Angelina Jolie will be in Maleficent in the sequel, uh, Mistress of Evil. They just dropped uh, a trailer. Yeah, yeah. Anyone get a chance to check I it haven't, out? I didn't know they dropped the trailer. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, actually, you know what? Did they drop the trailer? Yes, they did drop the trailer. Yep. Uh, the teaser teaser trailer just dropped. Um, the movie will be released uh, October nineteenth, uh, twenty nineteen. Yeah. So um um oh so we mentioned Avatar. Um so Avatar as you know they're gonna make four Avatar movies. Yeah. They're Two, really three, banking on four, Avatar, and five, which is amazing. Okay, I pop quiz. How, how much of the original Avatar do any of you remember? I, I remember. still haven't seen it. Can you name it. one character? <laughs> I can remember <laughs> it. It was literally it. Fern Gully. It's okay. so good, but they just made that whole like yeah. Avatar world at Universal. Yeah. So like that's bringing in oh, a lot of money. It's a Disney world. Disney or a yeah. Disney. Yeah. So that's bringing in a lot of money. I mean, I just think four is Were they able to open it up prior to the acquisition of Fox? Yeah. Oh, I work. also yeah. think it's exactly the movie Fern Gully, if anybody's seen oh, that Oh, I have before. seen that before. Yeah, I love it's, that movie. That's <laughs> literally that movie. It is literally that movie. But no one's no. ever seen anything like Avatar before. Um, <laughs> if you've seen Fern Gully, you have. They make him small, right? Mm-hmm. They make the guy small. Yeah. It's but literally it's Fern Gully. it's through, like, computers and... No, it's through the fairy magic. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I do like fairy magic. <laughs> <laughs> but it is got it, so excited. Uh, like it's really, it's, it's Robin really Williams strange. Robin Williams is in it. He plays Batty. You know the thing? I'm Batty. Something, something, Batty. <laughs> That's right. He, he, I haven't seen that movie in so long. We, we all need childhood. Have a party. <laughs> right? So they but just added Al's some, basement. They just added <laughs> some new cast members. Uh, Jermaine Clement. Um, Oh, he's awesome. Yeah, you know who he's he is? He's good in yeah. almost everything. From the Flight of the Concords and creator of uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Um, of course, he'll be joined by Kate Winslet, Una Chaplin, Edie Falco, Michelle Yeoh, Giovanni Rabisi, um, Cliff Curtis, and of course, they're all the newcomers joining. Sam Worthington, Zoe Saldana, Sigourney Weaver, and Stephen mm. Lang. So was Stephen Zoe Lang. Saldana in the first one? Yeah. Yeah, she and was. She was the oh, star. Wow. Oh, that's right. Movie. Okay. What do you remember about I, I barely remember anything <laughs> from that movie. <laughs> Same here. And here's the weird thing about Avatar. It's the top movie. Yeah. yeah. Top grossing movie ever made. Right. right. But can you name one character from the movie? Like, so I didn't even, I didn't even remember that. Zoe Saldana was in it. The other the, the, well, they're called Navi is the race. No, but, but oh, they have the names Navi. for the characters. Right. Can you name there one was, the characters I can't names? remember. Sam Worthington was like the crippled marine guy. Right. Right. What, was, what, was, his what was the name? No idea. Sam. You know, and any other, any other top movie. Sam was the name, guy's name. How many names can you name from Titanic, which is like the number, I guess. Well, Jack The old lady. I don't remember what Billy Zane's character's name was in Titanic. I think people want to see. In the end. I think oh, people want. I think people want to see Avatar. People want to see Avatar just to see the 3D aspect of it because it's amazing in 3D. But I don't right. think people really want to see it for the story. So I don't know. I mean, unless they pull out some amazing stories for these yeah. next four, they might be overselling it here. I think so. I don't know. I mean, I think people are excited about the second one, but they're yeah. gonna. We'll see how well the second one does. Well, I mean, if they make I, an I amazing movie for the second theater. one, then yeah, people will yeah. want to go see it. But that's yeah. the. I'll uh, see it. I mean, is it's James Cameron directing? It's James right? Cameron. Yeah. 
And yeah, it's his brainchild. It's one of the few movies that comes from original screenplays. No other source material. Ferngully. No, yeah, no, uh, no <laughs> books. <laughs> yeah, except for Ferngully. No books, no, um, no, right. no graphic novels, no, yeah, nothing like that. It's kind of um, like Cars and Doc Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. Um, one thing that has a source <laughs> material is Mortal Kombat. It's a video game source material, but um, they're actually going to do a new Mortal Kombat movie. Um, Will they have that kick-ass 90s techno soundtrack? Finish him! Finish him! That's so funny. James Wan. She typed in Fern Gully, and it's like, did Avatar rip off Fern Gully? Should have watched this. so many different like blogs and websites about it right now. So James Wan... James Wan will be producing the Mortal Kombat movie. Um, that's amazing. I cannot wait. Wh- Finish him. We yes. know, you know he does a great job. Fatality. <laughs> with Aquaman. And, uh, Sabrina is out of control She today. is always <laughs> out of control. <laughs> She's a little off her rock. Yeah. She was like this the last um, time. I <laughs> love Mortal Kombat. Like, uh, that, is, that movie was the bomb.com, but the second one was really bad. Yeah. Like, the second one was like embarrassingly bad. Like, put that in the back of your closet so no one ever sees it. Ever. I remember part two. Um, yeah, that's I, how bad it okay. was. <laughs> it was really bad. Oh man! The first one was so awesome, and Sonya was like the ish. I really hope at some point in the movie, Scorpion has to uh, get over here. Well, has to has to uh, comfort a friend who's just gotten dumped and say, "Get over her." (laughs) (laughs) That's good. General has jokes. Every once in a while, they come around. He's been playing that all week, I'm sure. (laughs) So no no cast has been announced yet for Mortal Kombat. So Um, that's dope. I'm so excited. I hope. It's not as bad as the second movie. We will find out. I just remember we'll the, the, the video game. Like, and I'd be like, ew, why are people playing this? No, no, you have to see the movie. Oh, my God. Morgan, we need to have a movie night. It's probably <laughs> so violent. I don't like that. No, you're going to love it because the the chick is a boss-ass bitch. All right. We'll watch that in Fern Gully. <laughs> <laughs> moving All right, on. Moving, moving on. What a movie night. <laughs> moving on, Lord Soto. All right, um, a movie called 355, uh, which had a big uh, hit at the Cannes Film Festival, um, has rolled out its, has filled out its cast with Sebastian Stan. That's right, best known for Winter Soldier. Bucky Barnes. Bucky Barnes and Edgar Ramirez. They joined Jessica Chastain, Lupita Nyong'o, Penelope Cruz in the action pick about a group of female spies who must bond together to stop an event from occurring that could thrust the world into total chaos. Mm. Looks like a pretty cool film. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, Eddie Redmayne and Felicity Jones are are back together. As you know, they were in the Theory of Everything film, which was about Stephen Hawking, but they're in a movie called The Aeronauts, and it's going to be on Amazon Studios. So Amazon Studios wants to do original movies, just like Netflix um, is doing. But uh, it's got a pretty cool uh, premise. It's set in 1862. Um, the Adventures of Two Real-Life 19th Century Hot Air Balloonists. Um, and, uh, yeah, um, I, I don't know how hot air balloons uh, could be exciting, but I guess we'll have to <laughs> wait and see. Um, but we're, we're talking two very incredibly awesome actors and Eddie Redmayne. From, as you know, Fantastic Beasts and uh, yeah. Felicity Jones from uh, Star Wars Rogue One, who we all love. Uh, she's amazing. Um, 
So Daniel Craig got injured on the set of James Bond, the latest uh, installment of James Bond. He uh, fell while sprinting on set in Jamaica. And uh, apparently, because of the injury, uh, the shoot has been suspended until, I guess, his brain uh, gets well enough. Um, it was very similar to Tom Cruise's uh, stunt-related injury, which uh, shut down um, that film uh, for two months. Um, at the box office, of course, no surprise that Avengers Endgame um, has a top spot again. I, would, I think it's going to surpass Avatar. Let's see what happens. Um, holding off a record start for um, a video game adaptation is uh, Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Number two spot. I, I'm sure Al, that's a movie Ali, I think, would watch with her kids. I would definitely watch that with my kids. My kids are really excited to go see it. I think it by herself. I can see that. Uh, <laughs> I would go. My, all my, all my, dressed up. Yeah. But it's funny, like, hearing play. Pikachu, all I can think is Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, like I'm actually pretty excited to see it, too. But it looks good, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My son, my son is so excited to see I that movie. I would go, but you I don't want anyone to see it. Oh, hey, listeners! Morgan needs someone to see this with. No, I felt like so, to borrow someone's kids to go. With. No. <laughs> like, hey, kids! Morgan needs someone to see this with. Are you can gonna, borrow my kids if gonna, you want. Yeah. Maybe. How old are your kids? Yeah, how old are uh, my my son's six and my daughter's eight. Okay, oh, I can close to my kids. I age. can deal with that age. We could all go together. Like yeah, we can. Yeah. We can. I would tell you. Are not. we? Movie are night. Are we gonna talk about Sonic? Because hold on. Okay. Oh, well, we did talk about Sonic the the oh. trailer that um, premiered, yeah. was it last week? What did you think? Please tell me you you're not excited creepy. to see that. It, people are <laughs> like, have you read the reviews? It people, looks like an abomination. <laughs> people are like, human teeth, human teeth. Yeah. Why does he have human yeah. teeth? <laughs> <laughs> and my sister sent me this post. Yeah, and I was like, oh my God, it was hysterical. It's like, it's like instead of my childhood uh, <laughs> friend that you know I know of Sonic, uh, he now looks like the demon in my nightmares with <laughs> bug eyes and human teeth. <laughs> but they were yeah. doing him, though. They were doing the Yeah, they were doing it, yeah. Okay, I need to look this up immediately. There you go. I immediately need to look the this up. The Hustle opened uh, number three, and I will not be watching this movie due to a certain actress I despise. Oh. The horrible like, reviews, who, 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 too. Who? Rebel Wilson. I already told the story on Beloved Vulture yeah. many times. Oh. I haven't heard it. Yeah. I don't think I remember this. I have not. I don't think I remember this. I would remember this. She was just not the friendliest celebrity. And really? then when I went to a VIP party with the cast and crew in Atlanta, she was kind of like questioning why I was there. Oh. Really? Yes. Oh. Yes. Mm. yes. I have not heard this story. Why are you here? <laughs> <But> <laughs> that movie's actually a remake. Yeah. yeah. And I won't brought in Scoundrels. And I won't see right. either. <laughs> the Brought in Scoundrels are good. Okay, maybe that one. Yeah, that was um, back in the 80s. Sony the Intruder was the number four movie. And the number five movie is a movie I got to see last weekend, and I really enjoyed it. It's called Long Shot. It stars uh, Charlize Theron and Seth Rogen. It's a romantic comedy um, with, I guess, a pair that you would expect to be together. But yeah. um, Charlize kind of falls Only in for, movies. Only in movies. Yeah. Charlize. That always happens with the male actors. The male actors are very rarely as good looking as like okay. the female lead. Because I'm sorry, in real life, and I'm, I mean, Seth Rogen, charming guy. Right. Wonderful. So funny. But in real life, Charlize? no. Charlize would look the other way, and maybe, maybe he'll be lucky <laughs> enough for her to spill her coffee on him. Yeah. No, but it does happen. Because what about the guy from Saturday Night Live? What's his name? Pete Davidson. Yeah, Pete Davidson happens to him all the time. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, he was with Charlize Theron for a while. No, yeah. no, no. That's uh, Kate. Uh, oh, Beckinsale. oh. Yeah. No, no, no. I was, another, I knew Ariana Grande, but it was a, another actress, out. another hot actress. Oh, um, so cringy. What's her name? But yeah, that's another hot Ariana British Beckinsale. hot. Beckinsale. Yeah, Kate that's Beckinsale. it. That's what I said. I she looks Beckinsale. scary as hell now. <laughs> oh, girl, that <laughs> plastic surgery did not what? help do you any favors. <laughs> Are you talking about Kate? Uh, have you seen her recently? Uh, yeah, last her year. Face? Um, her where? face looks so much better before all the plastic surgery. Wow. Kate, get it out. Wow. Get it out of your face. Okay. <laughs> See? Oh, Sonic, Human yeah. teeth. Human so teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Human teeth, that bothers you. The things, they, this article like wrote that. It was like right. human teeth, human teeth. Oh my gosh. But I must say the long shot had quite a few laugh out loud oh, moments. It's a nice warm the heart kind of movie. I like and those. I think when you watch the movie, you kind of see how Charlize falls in love with Seth Rogen's character. Do they make her less attractive? No. No. Oh. In fact, she's a woman in position of power. She's a secretary and of state. And she decides to date the janitor? Or? Well, he's, he plays a journalist that helps her with the speeches. They actually knew each other in childhood. Yeah. She used to babysit him. I still didn't buy it. And um, that's kind of how they got reacquainted. And the rest, you'll have to check out the movie. Mm, I'm not buying it. <laughs> no, it's still far-fetched. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm right there with you, Chach. I, I don't know. I feel I like you see that often. Like, yes. Where it'll be like... Kind of a not so attractive guy with a really pretty woman. Yeah, like the story. Yeah. I feel like the story of my life. Yeah, she's broke. Um, this is why <laughs> Charlie Theron right. yeah. is actually right. single because yeah. no man will ever be good enough to touch Charlie's, and that's oh. true because the door status. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, but that's true. All right. Um, uh, Charlie's is like. She's like an angel that tripped she and is. fell out of heaven. She, she is even beautiful. Leave <laughs> she is beautiful. The gold is I was so close yeah. to getting a photo op. Yeah. And so I, I did not. So close. Ugh. Oh, man. Soon, one day. I was so jealous of your recent photo op. Oh, yes. Lily Collins. Did you like that, huh? I did. She is my she's new, my, she's my new crush. She's she my is, latest crush. She's she has amazing. been my cru- like my girl crush since 20, 2012, well, 2013. Okay. Oh, you like that. When I he love Lily. When he had my... Celebrity crush. I was like, I'm so mad. Oh, Sarah Michelle Geller. You're talking about Sarah Michelle Geller. But Michelle I Geller. love you. But yeah. Um. Yeah. My, I guess I should meet everybody's crushes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I already met mine. You, you already Not met if Brittany, you right? Get punched yeah. in the throat. Oh wait. I, I already met. I already met Brittany. So. Oh, okay. Good. There you go. You I'm got. Good. You got that one. She's she's going through a rough time. Right she now. is. Yeah, you never talked about it on the last show. You said we got to talk about my girl. And we never talked about it. And I need to know. She needs her space. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> well, you already brought up Brit because I'm going to get to our next awesome segment. But apparently, there's a chance a Brit will not return to Vegas to do a residency. Yeah. I, I don't. Chach, you sent me an article about that. Do you know anything about Brittany? I heard it, her I manager was actually talking yeah. today. Okay. About um, that she was was going to retire from um, yeah. from live performances. Live performances. Yeah. But oh. I read that too. But I didn't finish the article. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll have but to it wait. It was her yeah. former guest. Yeah, Mr. Rudolph. Oh, yes, you're yeah, right. I yeah. totally forgot about that. Yeah. That's awesome. Larry Rudolph called on the show, the show before, many, yeah. many moons ago. Oh, yeah. I do like it. Another, another interview that we'll get up. And before we go on to our next awesome segment, which is our favorite TV show, um, yes. during our little hiatus, we'll be posting a lot of our major interviews um, from past BTB um, iterations yes. that we have not um, – yeah, um, sure. Put on the new site. Yeah, put up on the new site, uh, both the website and SoundCloud. So we will be 
uh, arduously yeah. doing that as well. Yes, yeah, so you'll get it on iTunes and all your favorite platforms. Google That's Play. right. Maybe awesome. even Larry Rudolph, as you alluded to. Maybe. Mm. All right. So, guys, are you ready? Yes. Here we go. That's right. It's Lord Albert of House Soto here for your weekly segment of Game of Thrones review. I am Lord Albert, that's right of House Soto, and to announce the rest of the illustrious panel, starting with Lord Michael of House Zod. Yes, I am here. General Lord Michael. <laughs> we also welcome Your Grace, the Breaker of Chains, the Mother of Dragons, the Unburnt. The Unburnt Marine. <laughs> All that. Cray Cray Daenerys Khaleesi The one and the only Lady Morgan Bend the knee <laughs> And that's right She oh is Oh god don't say it <laughs> I already know what we're going to say it now you One more time Yeah right Censor Andy She is Lady Sabrina of House Mormont <laughs> and your grace, Ali Dash of House Adorable. <laughs> I feel so sad that I that I never. Am I gonna be shunned? Yeah, <laughs> you're just gonna sit in the corner and not have anything wonderful to say. You don't watch Game of Thrones? I've never seen an episode. And last okay but not least, King Achachi <laughs> of the Seven Realms. You're yes. just depriving yourself. Well, thank you. <laughs> My I castle called you king. Thank you. My castle has a Google telescope for it. Um, it hold on. Year, now I'm <laughs> hold on, guys. Chachi. Oh, say my castle has a telescope um, pointed at um, the adorable castle. Oh, the adorable castle. Oh. Oh, my. <laughs> Did they have telescopes back then, uh, Your Grace? Well, we invented them. Okay. <laughs> he made one. Yeah, for that, for that oh very purpose. Oh, my goodness gracious. All right. All right. Oh. So, episode... Five. The this Bells. Pent Ultimate Episode, The Bells. That's right, Your Grace. And eh, not much happened. Oh, come <laughs> on now. Fire. Yeah. So it drew 17.2 million viewers. All right. So, um, so uh, sorry, 7.2 million viewers was last the Starks last week. The The Bells drew 17.8 million. So so, what about that like six hundred thousand people who just like randomly watched this episode without seeing the <laughs> one from the week right, before? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why I would mean, you want to complete the story, right? Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. But um, we saw that's right, Daenerys take a major heel turn. Yeah. Well, they've been they've been hinting they've at been that hinting. for a long yes. time. Which I didn't know heel turn is actually used in, in popular culture because I heard a non wrestling friend say heel turn I was like. Well, yeah, it's a it's a pretty common term now. But I, I thought it was only wrestling. Well, I mean, it's probably based. I mean, it's definitely based in wrestling. But Here's wrestling's enough of like part oh, of the, so the public yeah. lexicon. You've used um, heel turn in other lexicon. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, cool. Okay, cool. Well, I, I said that about my boss many times. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, a little wife? bit. Well, you heard. Oh. No, well, I shouldn't say that. Is that your boss? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she never does. So, mm. <laughs> so. all right. Did she so also burn the seven kingdoms down. She would. <laughs> <laughs> <All day. laughs> 
<laughs> All right, so what did you think of the Mad <sighs> Queen burning Here. King's Landing down, um, killing innocent people? Here's my thing. Okay. I am pissed at Jon Snow because okay. let me just, let's just say this. There are times where we've been called to duties mm-hmm. and of our, of our families and our jobs and our, you know, who we are inside. And he just reneged and shunned those responsibilities <laughs> of, oh, I'm a Targaryen. No, I don't want it. I don't want it. Fool, I don't care if you don't want it. That's who Isn't you are. Is it reneg, by the way? Reneg, whatever. <laughs> I mean, that's a different word. But like, he totally <laughs> just said, I don't want it. And, and look what happened. Mm-hmm. Like, she went crazy. She when he is did. supposed to be the one, um, or maybe he could have talked to her and been like, hey, it's both of us. We can do this together. Mm-hmm. But he's all like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So do you think yeah, that was yeah, a straw yeah, that uh-huh. broke the camel's back? Jon Snow. Yeah, yes. Not, uh-huh. Definitely. Not, Definitely. Okay. She they, didn't have any love. Right. The love wasn't everyone returned. Else was, yeah, you wouldn't kiss her. Everyone else was turning well, against he kissed her. her. but it wasn't as... Uh, he said, you will always be my queen. And she's I like, that, I love you. You don't love me. No, she. He didn't say that. He. He did. He was like, I love you. No. No. He said, you will always be my queen. Right. And she said, is that all? And he. His answer was silence. And she goes, fear then. And oh. that's right. when she decided fear she was gonna is. burn. Fear it is. That's when she decided she was gonna burn the whole fucking place down she like a crazy. Did, dude. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people <sighs> were upset about that. They thought it was um like not in her character. But if you think about it, they have been foreshadowing yes. um, this, I think, since um, two seasons ago yes. when she said, whatever it takes if I have to use Fire and Fury or something yeah. along those lines, right? right? Yep. And there's a, there's, a, there's a point where like it's entirely based on the Song of Ice and Fire. Right. right. And Ice and Fire don't mix. Correct. And if you look at Fire as Daenerys and Ice as Jon Snow. Jon Snow, right. You know, mm-hmm. this was... Just in the title. And it shouldn't be I shocking. Don't know. I, I but think Ice and Fire mixes. I love to sit by the fireplace in the winter. <laughs> but aren't you? You know? <laughs> all snowy. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> all right. I, what is saying. with that voice? <laughs> I don't know. That's my my inner Cletus voice. Oh, okay. my God. <laughs> Sir Jorah. <laughs> Someone's drinking a lot of moonshine over so there. So nice by the fire all snuggly. <laughs> I, I just think people are... Mm. You know, like like mm. like you like the general said, they were foreshadowing this. You know, like the mad the mad king now the mad queen. Yeah, I right. mean, I I think we all saw this coming. Um, which is annoying. Which is annoying. But like my biggest thing was the whole Jamie Cersei. I mean, well, well, let's get that, okay. that in a second. Yeah. Uh, just a little well, bit more. Yeah, what in the actual Hold flip? On. Hold on. We're gonna get to the Jamie and well, um, what Cersei, is, but really quick, more on, on Daenerys. More really quick. In, okay. I, I mean, I just. Don't think no. well. So no. one thing that they that Tyrion made clear is this is that if the Lannister army surrenders and they ring the bell, which the, t- mm. the episode was titled yes. "The Bells," um, stop. Right. And you know you figure they've already went through a, yeah a right. ton of the Lannister army yeah. and the Golden Company already right. all dead, but. They still decided to proceed and kill the rest of the Lannister army. Daenerys still proceeded to fly Drogon over King's Landing and burn the Red Keep. Because, again, it goes back to that moment with her and Jon Snow. Mm-hmm. When she was like, I am not loved. They don't know me here. Mm-hmm. So in her mind, she was just like, I will make them fear me. 
Yeah, either love or, or fear. And then he looked at her like, mm, I can't kiss my aunt. And she was like, fine, fear it is then. Yeah. I'm going to burn this bitch down. I think that's what it what it was. Okay. Well, well, an interesting choice that they made uh, mm-hmm. was that they didn't really show most of it from Daenerys' point of view. Right, yeah. It was yeah. almost entirely from a ground's eye ground uh, ground's eye view where they showed like mm. you know all the people panicking and right getting and burning. Burnt. Yes. Yeah. Right. And so <laughs> like you don't really get to see like uh, what what's what's yeah. going on with Daenerys during that whole time. The only time you got to see Daenerys uh, from sort of her point of view is when she was thinking about it, mm-hmm. whether to proceed to the Red Keep where uh, Cersei was. And she was like, fuck it. And she flew over. I think that was the one point where they did Mm -hmm. kind of show her perspective. Um, All right. So let's talk about Jamie and Cersei. You think Cersei's actually dead? So I I think they they confirmed that they are unfortunately uh, gone. Um, They actually posted their um, on social media. Yeah, it's on Instagram. And sometimes when they post those uh, rest in peace, it was great being on the show, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, they can show all the behind the th- scenes stuff and that's kind of like a sign or just a confirmation. You thought her hair was going to come up out of that right. Well, well, they didn't. Right. I mean, they kind of made it. Oh my god, that would be amazing. <laughs> well, it ain't happening. So a lot of people, okay, so People are mad. So first of all, Jamie went uh back to Cersei, not to kill her, which is what the Valencar prophecy right um said that she would be slain by her little brother. When did anybody think that he was going to kill her? Well, it's because of the the Maggie the Frog. The, it's called the Valencar Prophecy, which is a couple no, of I know, but ago. I mean, when he went back, is that what anybody thought? You all um, thought he was I actually, go back I actually thought he might do that. Mm. I think he might have been. Well, when he left Brienne of Tarth, he said that he has to go and that his heart is with the Queen or, or something along those lines. Yeah, right? that his twin, right? Like they shared the womb. Okay. They got a weird right. bond. Right. Right. So <laughs> she goes. So Jamie goes back to um, Cersei, but before getting to Cersei encounters Euron Greyjoy they have their battle and both of them have um, pretty much fatal per- wounds fatal wounds I guess Jamie's wound wasn't as bad um, Euron they, again they didn't show Euron die so uh, Euron's you know. not coming back though no, well, they, they showed a I mean, lot of what is he of... gonna do just go and be like oh skulk around while Daenerys and right. Jon Snow it's, fight it's over kind the throne it's kind of uh, okay. So they pretty much abandoned the whole like Iron Islands storyline where Yara was supposed to get back to the Iron Islands. Yeah, where is that? Is right. that gonna come to? I hopefully yeah. they'll have a hint of the Yara's <laughs> no, still alive. Because um, she's still alive, I think. And there's still a finale, so yeah. Yeah, but if Euron's really dead, like who's left? The people. Yeah. yeah. As yeah. far as the Greyjoys, oh, Yara. Yeah, but there, there's no like conflict anymore. Yara will just show up and she'll rule the iron. She'll Islands rule the island. That 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 will be a happy uh, happy yeah. ever after. I guess Iron Islands is concerned. So Jamie proceeds with the stab wounds from Euron to try to I guess see Cersei one more time, and of course the rubble of uh, of the Red Keep um, fell on top of them fatally. Um, Fatally ending um, the lives of uh, Cersei and Jaime, which, yes, Your Grace, if Cersei mm-hmm. in the beginning of the finale ri- raises her hand for the rubble, not happening. that would be amazing. So um, were they actually twins? They yes. were actually twins. I didn't know that. Uh, mm. Cersei is the older of the two twins. Okay. She was born first. So mm-hmm. technically... That's even creepier. Yeah. It's even creepier that they were having sex, right? right? banging your twin. 
Frank Banger oh. and Twin, dude. And where have you been? <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I don't understand. Why are they brothers and sisters? I don't know. They, I know they were and twins. Their kids have looked a little more weirder. That's a very good point. Because they look. I didn't see any flippers on those. Kids. I mean, Joffrey. <laughs> I mean, Joffrey was a crazy, but they crazy, all they all looked, looked normal. Little yeah. Micella or whatever. She was precious. Marcella. Yeah, she was. She was. She was. Yeah. Precious. So. I don't even like kids like that. She was <laughs> I said she was precious, and I don't even like kids like that. <laughs> Um, so, um, I so mean, I thought it was very fitting, like, you know, okay. brother and sister, even, and even though Cersei's, you know, awful, I kind of felt for her because she was like, this is all I have, you mm. know, all my kids are gone, all I wanted to do was rule, even though she's crazy, right. <laughs> and like, and then the whole thing with the mountain, you know, she was like, I'm alone, I have no right. one, and like, oh, here's your brother, just look at me, I thought it was, I thought it was. But if good. you think about it, Jamie is kind of indirectly responsible because they yeah. kind of tried to escape together. They got caught in an area where they couldn't escape. Yeah. He and didn't know. indirectly, maybe the Valonqar prophecy is still fulfilled that the little brother indirectly caused Cersei to die. So, I mean, I guess that's not completely untrue. I mean, um, but what about Tyrion, though? So isn't he the little brother, too? And he kind of technically, he worked mm. with a lot of uh, people Daenerys thought it was. A lot of people thought it was going to be uh, Tyrion. But, but I mean, uh, technically, well, I could, mean, he was could. working as a hand of the queen, and it was her empire that brought the town down. So, isn't doesn't that fulfill the prophecy? I guess, it, with a, a, in a certain point of view, yes, I guess, yeah, that, All right. that works as well. I'm an outside of the box thinker. <laughs> 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 Talk about Sabrina's box here, guys. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's still pretty much intact. Below the belt. <laughs> <laughs> Hershey's pot. Uh, all right, so oh. the. <laughs> God, I missed it. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> You're better off. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so <laughs> the hounds and so Arya. The hounds. The hounds and Arya. Let's talk oh, about I'm them. Oh, sorry. They're, who cared about the hounds fight? Come like, on, no, was, no. no Sabrina, you could be not more Yeah, I love the hounds. Incorrect. Are you kidding me? I Are you not kidding care. me? I cared. I thought that was Sabrina, like, okay, we're talking I about mean, the hound and okay. his brother, the mountain. It's called Clegane Bowl. This is I'm, one of the biggest fans. Yes. I mean, uh, payoffs. dude, the mountain was already dead, though. This what is, did he think what was, was going to happen? He was what? like some kind of like zombie. When they, when, they knocked, zombie. when they knocked that helmet off, I was like, mm-hmm. OMG, what the fuck is wrong with him? Yeah. Because well, he I died. Did, did right, you forget about be, him yeah. being zombified? He, no. I remember that in Kyborn or whatever his name is brought him back. And then right. Oh, Kyborn had a great death. He had a, It was like, oh, oof, head knocked. That was awful. We saw him die. And then Cersei, oop, tiptoe, let me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Tiptoed right She's out like, of the oh, way. She's like, oh, bye. Nope. <laughs> See you. So she left. So, God, that so we saw Clegane Bowl. We saw, and I thought, it, I thought it was a pretty epic fight. Again, it's Whoa. a, it's fan, Sabrina, it's fan service because. I know. There's you guys heated, are all waiting for it. I was just rolling my eyes. I like understand. The bitch that I am. Eight seasons <laughs> of two brothers, about equal in size. Mountain yeah, maybe a yeah, little bit bigger. Yeah, but one is already dead, and he's right. been risen back again. So what exactly did the hound think he was going to do? What did, what did he think was going to happen? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't understand. He was like, why won't you die? Um, bitch, he's already dead. That's why. But did he know that? 
Um, he stabbed I, him like four he times. He stabbed him no, in the no, eye. Before he came there, like, did he know that the brother was I, like I dead? I think or so they, because he already died. The finale of last season, they they had their initial meeting, and he, you know, I think he looked they were into his ri- eyes. He was risen from the dead, so he already yeah. knew that he was dead. It's not like he didn't know when right. he was like, "I've been waiting to kill you forever." Like, um, I hope your plan is to throw this mofo off the mountain, which I mean, it ended that way. But all <laughs> I'm saying is, your knife is really not going to do you any favors right now. Now, brah. <laughs> so we did see both of them, brah, fall <laughs> off the mountain. Yes. Literally. And um, that was the only way that it was going to happen. Off, off, I guess, I the, the top of... I what you were doing with your sword. So we saw them fall into the pit of fire, which, again, is the only way um, a white walker or a white can die. Uh, one one way. Sorry. Dragon glass is the other. Mm-hmm. But fire is Valerian one. Steel, Valerian also. steel. Okay. Dragon glass and fire. Okay. So they fell fell into the pit of fire. So, so we're definitely confirmed that the mountain and the hound did in fact die. I mean, that's a hell of a fall. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think anybody is. Are uh, we gonna get to Arya? Because I'm like bursting at, right now. Hold on, my God! I'm sorry, I'm, sorry. I'm excited. <laughs> Except for the kid at Mall of America. Oh, I can so survive he, that. The kids survived. fall. Oh, that's great. That's good news Man. to hear. Yeah. All right. Yes, Arya. Okay. So initially, Arya comes into. Um, King's Landing with the Hound. The Hound tells Arya to get out because she's gonna die if she doesn't. Uh-huh. Luckily, Arya. Luckily, Arya's a boss ass bitch. Yes. Like, however, she's getting it. However, listen to the Hound and left the area where they were because right. they would have you know, crumbled with the the Red Keep. So Arya. Unkillable. Um, <laughs> but he also was like, "Don't live your life in this right. You know, consuming." Uh, vendetta. Yep. Sandra advised Arya to turn back to stay alive, and right. strangely, she did. Stay alive. Um, and um, then we get to another scene where Arya, which looked like she could have died with blood all over oh, her face. Yeah, Luckily, I, yeah. were you were you nervous? I was like, I bet you this? were. I bet you no, were. I was like, she's gonna make it through because that's Arya. Arya has been stabbed. Yeah. She has been drowned. She's been blind. <laughs> she's a boss ass bitch. She's getting through. This. Right. Yeah, there's she still Melisandre's pro- prophecy anyway that they have to fulfill. What? Wait, what? 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 The thing about the blue eyes and the green eyes and the right. brown eyes. Okay. What? Uh, elaborate. Elaborate. Oh yeah, well the blue has, o- the blue eyes were the white walkers, the white walkers, and the night, the night king. king. Brown the, eyes was the um, probably the Walter Frey. No. Walter Frey. All the other people. Or and the green. I yeah. just remember the and other the guys. Green eyes there. is probably Daenerys. Whoa. Oh. See, because everyone was like, oh, it's gonna be Cersei. And now. Yeah. No, I didn't think. Oh wow. Well, Could damn. they give Arya Stark that moment? That would be crazy. Well, she rode away on that horse. Yeah. Like, yeah. What was that? So, yeah, that white horse. I think that horse That's belonged to <sighs> the the leader of the Golden Company. That man Harry didn't Strickland. have a chance. <laughs> he did not have a chance. <laughs> oh, can I just say that that moment was amazing when... Uh, the Golden the, Company got destroyed. No, when they, they came up and um, the soldiers for the Red Keep were there and they were all like, okay, we're going to battle. And then Daenerys lands and she was like, look at my dragon. And they're like, I'm just kidding. We're going <laughs> to surrender or we're not going up right. against that shit. Okay. So, um, so I the that was the showrunners explain why they took the Mad Queen route. Okay, so they said Danny's an incredible, strong person. She's also someone who had has had really close friendships and close advisors for an entire run of the show. You look at all those people who have been close with her for such a long time, and almost all of them have either turned on her or died. Mm-hmm. 
and she's very much alone. And that's a dangerous thing for someone who's got so much power Mm -hmm. to feel that isolated. Benioff said um, in that um, Mm -hmm. recap. So at the very time when she needs guidance and those kind of close friendships and advice the most, everybody Mm -hmm. is gone. Mm. Hold on, on the mic. <laughs> oh, I was saying, yeah, except for Grey Worm, but he's not much of a talker. So. Well, yeah, I guess it's really it. I mean, John is tec- yeah. technically still alive. Grey Worm is like there to protect her. He's yeah. not there to he's advise there to her. And I mean, I said he's not there to drink wine and have combos. And also, if you think about it, like from the very beginning, when mm-hmm. it was her and uh, what was her brother, Viserys? What was his name? Oh, Viserys. 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 Is that the brother's name? You know, yeah. she okay. was, like, groomed for this. Like, right. That's all we know her. Is you will sit on the Iron Throne. This is this is all you know. This is mm-hmm. your life. So, like, mm-hmm. imagine that. It's your goal. It's your focus. And then all these people are, like, you know, advising you. And then they die. Or then they betray you. Like, mm-hmm. yes, bitch, I'm going to burn some shit down. Right. Well, mm-hmm. not only that, she's brought mm-hmm. so many mm-hmm. people together. She has le- like broken the chains of many people. Mm-hmm. She has taken over right. many armies, and now all of a sudden, just because this mofo was born of the uh, like, it turns out he's not mm-hmm. a bastard. He actually now she's supposed to be right. like, oh, you're so, right. <clears throat> let me give you the throne. So that's the thing. I, they had to explain the Mad. I think they could have shared it too. Had they had a hot hold little on. baby. They had to explain the Mad Queen heel turn, and David Benioff said. That if if Cersei hadn't executed Masande, if John hadn't told her the truth, like if all these things happened in a different way, I don't think we'd be seeing this side of Daenerys Targaryen. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Um, it all happened so quickly, and she saw the Red Keep, which to her is the home that her family built when they first came over to the country 300 years ago. So you see that Cersei's in the Red Keep. You see that Cersei killed, like had her closest advisor in Masande decapitated, um, they have to explain how she turned. And her dragons. I'd be yeah. pissed too. Both and, dragons and, and, killed. And yeah. both dragons her killed babies. as well. Right. Yeah. Her babies. Right. So there was a lot that she lost. Um, and of course, let's not forget Sergio Marmont. Oh, poor <laughs> Who uh, got the grayscale cured, however, they he had a very somber funeral yes. um, last week. Um Man, was that was one of the saddest scenes. It was. Seeing all of them in that funeral pyre scene. That was that was a difficult one to watch, I'm not gonna lie. That was tough. That was really, really tough. Um But yeah, um so um what others? Uh, there's some other big uh, What are the reactions things. of the episode? The reactions of the episode, yes. And who knows what the hell is going to happen well, this uh, week. I guess one thing I must have totally missed in last week's episode was that I guess Varys tried to yes. poison, um, poison yeah. Daenerys. Okay, let's wait. Yeah. Wait. What? Okay, so let's 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 um, go. So basically, it was uh, treason um, that uh, Varys supposedly. Uh, now, now, I might have to rewatch the episode, but I did read about this. W- at what point? Well, there was a scene where Varys is talking to like the um, little bird. Like, right. Well, it was like a um like a hen a, yeah. a chambermaid or something, right. and there was this like weird conversation where uh, she says something like, "Well, They're there are always me. guards there. They're watching oh. me, and she's not eating." 
And uh, oh. and Varys says, well, the uh, the greater the risk, the greater the reward, or something like that. And I totally missed what that meant. Oh wow! I didn't get that. And it was uh, pretty much really subtly saying the whole thing about um, that Daenerys wasn't eating. Oh. That Varys and you know they revealed it later that Varys mm. tried to have Daenerys poisoned. Now, because of hearing that, it makes a lot I more sense it. as why they had to go Dracarys. Yeah, because at first Varys. I was like, man, that's pretty hardcore. He didn't really do anything. Why I thought were they, he was uh, just like talking shit or trying to yeah. tell other people yeah, about Yeah, tell about the truth about Jon Snow. That's yeah. what I thought, too. Yeah, that's and, I, and I thought that was a very harsh that's what I thought. sentence just yeah. for telling that's people. I thought so, too. Yeah, yeah that's what, that's that's that I think that. that's what everybody thought. Okay. And it took Where did we see this? Where, did what that? scene in the episode was the this poisoning taking place? It's not it's in... Very it's beginning. not... It's not... It's implied because uh, okay. the little girl is talking to... He's talking to the little girl who Morgan referred to as his little bird. And she was like... Um, is it? Uh, he's like, is it done? And she's like, oh, she's not eating, and they're always watching me. There's so many guards, and that's so. That's what it was. That's what it was. Is that he was trying? Ah. Remember how he gets all of his stuff done throughout the town? Is he has the children do the little it birds? Him. That is a little network effect. Yeah, the kids. Spies. Poor right. Varys. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people didn't know, but Aaron Rodgers. Uh, NFL greats of the Green Bay Packers made a cameo what? as a King's Landing citizen. That's right, a non-speaking role. Um, he um, he was um, a King's Land. Yeah, yeah, and I think he actually died in his uh, episode. Um, mm. He's the latest celebrity cameo on this series, as you know. Um, they love the celebrity cameos. Ed Sheeran was on there. Chris Stapleton, Noah S- Sindergaard was in that as well. Um, but um, in other news, George R. R. Martin wanted Where to rebuke a rumor that they're holding off on the re- release of his last two books, uh, Winds of Winter and uh, Dream of Spring, after the finale airs. And he said it's not true. He hasn't even begun writing Dream yeah, of Spring. Yeah, I feel like he hasn't even. Um, <laughs> and I think he's putting the finishing touches on Winds of Winter. Um, That's got to be a tough position and hopefully because he can't write it exactly the same as the show. No. Right. So and, completely, and the books are already, they've already, like the show mm-hmm. has already surpassed yeah. the books. Mm-hmm. Right. So what is he going to do? Things already re- like changed. To make, it, really to make it different enough for people to like well, still find it satisfying he but gave, not too He gave different. the outline, uh, George R.R. gave the outline to Dan and db or dave and db of the main characters so he actually said in an interview that the story arcs and the ends of those characters the main characters will be about the same as the books okay okay so that kind of takes away a lot of the people uh, suspense (laughs) (laughs) people are bitching about it but you can't you won't be able to read about it did you read all the books because they're not they're not out yet well yeah but i'm saying like no i haven't i read them all and the last book was John Stannis, Snow. Stannis is still alive. Right. That's where we are. Like, right. think about that in And John Snow show. got stabbed. I think that was the last. Yeah. Right. Like, that was a big it's part just of it. like, it's so. Fa- the show is so far back. So when he first and died? It's usually the other way around, where, That's like, when, the book. Yeah, yeah when, when right. John first died, I uh, got stabbed yeah. by Not his, usually uh, after. Wow. Right. Yeah, well, so, that, I mean, that's so the whole thing, because otherwise it's no different than, like, I remember, I don't know if they still do this, but they used to sell, like, these, like, 
like novel novelizations of movies, mm-hmm. like in like grocery stores yeah. and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I remember when I was a kid, I got like one for Return of the Jedi. I have one for like, <laughs> I have one for like Hook. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I remember reading that, and I thought, oh, well, that was cool. But it was at the same time, I mean, like. You know, you already know what's going to happen. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So the Simpsons actually have been Love the Simpsons. been known for predicting a lot of things that happen, like Trump becoming president. They actually had an episode called The Surfsons, which was a parody of Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. with the Simpson family standing on a hill watching as a dragon burns their town to the ground. Look, the dragon is burning our village, is what Bart yells. And Homer responds, I love our town, which is exactly what happened in the Bells. And it's crazy because the Simpsons. I don't I must know have missed that part where someone's saying, "Oh, I love our town," as the uh, <laughs> as King's Landing. Yeah, is, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but the that. fact that the br- dragon burned the entire town—that that was the first, I think, in Game of Thrones, wasn't it? The first time that a dragon burned an entire town. Well, who would have thought a dragon would burn a town down? I don't know how the Simpsons predicted that. Are, is there sarcasm there? Because yeah. I I still think it's kind of clever that they 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 had that, you know, in the. Uh, in the episode, you know, didn't that happen with the with the Mad King that like burned the burn it to Mad the King burned yeah. it to the ground, but it had nothing to do with dragons. It had to do with just wildfire. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. same with I Cersei uh, burning. Yeah. What was the building that Marjorie? the Capitol? The set. The set. The set. The set. Yes. That was such a good episode. Yeah, yeah it was. I was like, burn them all. <laughs> <laughs> so all that wildfire that, high that was. He had it coming. Actually, uh-huh. yes, he did. I that's, agree. that's something that was a little confusing. There was a lot of wildfire burning in right. this in the in there's the city a, too. Those are supplies yeah, of wildfire bur- yeah, yeah. being yeah. burned. Well, yeah, Mad King had oh, reserves of the gotcha. wildfire. Okay. Yeah, because um, I was like the, the green, green, the green ones. Yeah, the green, yeah. Yeah. The green fire you saw was like their supply of wildfire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the, King's Landing, right? Yeah. Um. So we got a teaser trailer of episode six, the final episode. Oh, my God. It's Sabrina. Keep scratching the grayscale. I'm fucking itchy. What do you want? (laughs) (laughs) So in a short uh, promo, we saw Peter Dinklage and Arya, or Tyrion and Arya, survey the damage of Danny and Drogon's fiery take of King's Landing. And they didn't really show much. It was a very quick, no no dialogue at all. Um, Good. Which is good. Sometimes trailers uh, give a little too much away, but uh, and the only two preview photos ahead of the series finale, so we'll just have to wait and see what happens there. Um, It'll be an hour and twenty minutes. Right. It will be (laughs) the the final episode. Yes. We'll all be watching together, and I'm going to be wearing my costume. Yes. Yes, for the watch party and for the one downtown. Yes. uh, Just announced for our local DMV listeners. Below the Belt Show uh, and the Cal Drogo, the Are DMV, Lion Beckwith will be hosting Sunday. a season finale watch party this Sunday, Sunday at the Charles in Baltimore. The Charles Theater? No, the Charles it's, Bar. It's old, yeah. it's old Mad River. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh Mad that's River. what that is. Because I saw the news and then the I saw it on the map and I was like, that's not where the Charles come. Theater we is. Have, <laughs> we can have memories of uh, Tal. The, the, the new Mad River, okay. Your Grace, not the old Mad River. Uh, Right. <laughs> um, so that's going to happen this Sunday, um, about an hour before the episode um, um, airs at 9 p.m. Uh, on HBO. And I got confirmation the audio is great, the system's great, everybody is silent during the, um, you know, that's just like crazy. you're at a movie theater. So don't expect anybody like talking and being loud and obnoxious during. Oh, I, I won't because I I feel bad who for whoever tries to have a conversation. Yeah. During the <laughs> final episode, right? Yeah, that's yeah. not happening. Yeah. 
Somebody's gonna get smacked. So, so is Lion actually hosting this? Like, did he put this together? I guess he is. I think he's doing his Cal Drogo of the DMV. He'll be wow. Cal. I'm gonna be. Are you gonna I'm, be Black I'm, Daenerys? I'm wearing my wig and my costume. Black Daenerys. All right. Blanaris. 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 I love it. I love it. I love it. It's like Blackula. Yeah, exactly. Maybe I'll pull my Sansa costume. Oh, sure. I'll dress up. Cloak out. I'll have Game of Thrones t-shirts. I don't have any. Find a cloak. Oh, my. Find a cloak. This is crazy. So a lot of people are so upset about last week's episode of Game of Thrones that there's actually a petition oh, God. signed by like 20,000 people saying that people. it's incompetent <laughs> writers. Oh, and Jesus. It's so horrible. <laughs> yeah, this is crazy. Because oh, they basically said in the <laughs> petition that they've become so um, incompetent writers that when they have no source oh. material to fall back on, that the writing gets really uh, sloppy and lousy. Fucking nerds are never satisfied. Horrible, horrible. Yeah. worst. <laughs> Twenty-six thousand signatures and counting. The petition asks, um, and it's yeah, that's lame. Really, really lame. And yes, filming has become begun on the Game of Thrones prequel series, uh, set during the Long Night when the White oh, Walkers first swept down on Westeros uh, in the Age of Heroes, thousands of years before the War of the Five Kings. And um, they have a um, a code name for it called Blood Moon, but they don't think that will be the actual title. I don't know if it will still be called uh, The Long Night. Um, that's what George R. R. Martin likes, uh, but I don't know if they're going to go with another name. I think something else is called The Long Night, isn't it? Yeah, that's that sounds so familiar, yeah. like another movie or TV show. The maybe. Good night. You're thinking of Boogie Nights. Uh, maybe. The yeah. Long Journey. <laughs> well, tonight? it's easy to get him because yeah, of right. Mark Wahlberg's dick. Right. It was totally. Oh, no, wait, uh, there is. There's like a horror well, movie called The Long Night. Yeah, exactly. So I think there's a horror movie called The Long Night. Yeah. Yeah. Here's what the uh, position is up to now. Right. One hundred and sixty-eight thousand six hundred. Oh my God! It, it was twenty-six thousand at first. Yeah. Holy yeah. hell! I can't believe that many people. But here's people the problem. Here's that. the problem. Game of Thrones is so huge. People right. love it so much. And this is the finale that you can never live up to people's expectations, no matter what it is. Right. Just like the new Star Wars movies and the prequels can never live up to the original Star Wars. Just like um, a lot of these sequels for great movies, like Dumb and Dumber and that kind of stuff, can never right. live up to the original. You just can't do it. So no matter how great this season was, people are still going to bitch. Wow. You know, even though they're going out on top and ending, you know, at the right time. People are still going to bitch no matter what. And I like to see some of these fucking nerds produce their own yeah. award-winning series. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, yeah, like, right? where's your right? Right. You have a character that you love and, and turns heel, and then people get upset. Yeah. But then, but then it, but if everybody lives happily ever after, people be like, oh, that was too predictable. So, so you were okay with it. Yeah. I was fine with it, yeah. I thought it was... I thought the whole season has been good. I mean, people have been. It's fiction. It's you're right, Your Grace. It I mean, fiction. I love it too, but it's like, come on, like, yeah. do you have a real life outside? <laughs> of people have been bitching. All people, people have been doing that. People have been doing that with beloved like nerd properties for right. decades. Yeah. That's why people say like, oh, make a sequel to Goonies. You can't do it. No. It's never going to hold up, and you're going to ruin it. All right. So I think we should take a classic cut break before our calling guest uh, uh, comes on below the belt. So here we go. Where my dog's at. It is time for King Chachi's Classic Cuts. Holla at your boy. Chachi. Chachi. It sounds like Chachi. 
<laughs> That's right. Chachi in charge. Back once again inside of Sabrina. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I still to this day think that it sounds like it says, I want Chachi inside of me. <laughs> I swear to God, it sounds like that. I, I don't think anyone needs to be in charge, though, to be inside. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard whatever you guys say that yeah. they're actually saying. I've never heard that. I've only ever hear, I want Chachi inside of me. Well, and Sabrina's... it's not because of my like weird feel. Like, <laughs> no, no, I have yours better. Like, you, I think <laughs> we should cut that out and play that for my theme song for now on. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. I know. And you're right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> anyways. All right. Well, this is Sorry. not really a classic cut, but it's a, cool a, a cut. recent cut. Yeah, it's a cool a cut. recent cut. Contemporary cut. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to pick a song about Havana, where I just came back from. And this is by Camila Cabello. Oh, she's such a cutie patootie. Which is actually, like, I think one of the um, more talented, um, you know, recent artists. Contemporary artists. Yeah, yeah. surprisingly. Most she's of them a are cutie horrible. patootie. Oh, yeah, My yeah. God. Camilla's it's a good cute. song, and, like, mm-hmm. the whole vibe really goes with um, Havana in, in right. Cuba. So here it is. So here's a classic or rather contemporary cut, or I'd like to say cool cut, uh, with Camila, Cold Ca- cut. <laughs> Camila Cabello and followed by Ali Dash's interview with Jennifer Blanc Bean. Actress, and now uh, seems like she's doing more producing. So uh, we're going to talk, uh, we're going to hear that exclusive interview as well. All right, guys, we'll be back here on BTV. Songs available only on live broadcasts on WMBC and below the belt show.com. Hi, I'm Ali Dash. I'm here with Click on This Show and Below the Belt Show. I am here with the one and only Jennifer Blanc Bean. You said it perfectly. I was shocked. A lot of people say Jennifer Blank Bean because they think I'm like Mel Blank's granddaughter or daughter. So you said it perfectly. Thank awesome. You. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. How have you been enjoying AwesomeCon? I love AwesomeCon. Um, I, I love the, the promoters that run the show. I think it's a great event. I think they are doing a great job. Michael and I have stayed busy all weekend. Uh, we have our uh, family in town. So my son is running around town with our family. And um, it's cool to um, meet your fans and um, see people really excited to uh, meet all the actors here. (laughs) 
That is wonderful. I love that it's like a big family uh, event for you this weekend and you're right next to your husband. Yes. How has that been like working um, the convention and being, you know, being to be able to be with your husband and your family and all of that? It's great. I mean, he's been really excited because he's gotten to hang out with the police department here and he plays a lot of cops. Um, and for us, you know, we turn them into mini vacations and, and, and when we can, when we're near family. Obviously, sometimes it's work. Sometimes you're, you're filming and you can't mm -hmm. do it. But on something like this, it's easy. You know, we come in, we meet the fans, and then we can go be with our family. And it's really cool. And we work together a lot. We have a production company. We've, we met doing a movie together. But uh, this is a different experience. So That's wonderful. Uh, can you tell us about your production company and um, the productions that you have coming up? Sure. We would love to hear about them. Um, I'm wondering if I, well, this is our production company. Oh, I don't want that to happen. <laughs> See that poster back there? That is the first movie, The Victim, that we ever did with our production company. Uh, Michael had done a movie called Grindhouse with Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez. And there's this book that Robert Rodriguez wrote called Rebel Without a Crew. And Michael was really inspired. And after working with Xavier Jens on The Divide, he was like, let's do it. And so we did this little gritty exploitation grindhouse movie and it did really well for a tiny little movie with all these homages and we were like let's do it again and somehow we ended up doing them for less I don't know what well, you usually they go more but we did them for less and they look really good and we've gotten to work with some incredible people we have a slate that we're finishing it's gonna have been about 20 or 25 and when we're done with that we aren't doing that anymore we're not doing grindhouse films when we're done with this slate then we're gonna go socially conscious we're gonna go bigger budget and we're gonna do it differently but it has been amazing and we're finishing the slate over the next year and and then we're going bigger that's awesome do you have any ideas um, for different productions coming up um, any type of genre that you're thinking of you know in the socially conscious world, it could kind of go any genre. I mean, it can be, it could even stay in the horror and the sci-fi because there's so much with AI, there's so much. But we do have a script that I can't really talk about, but uh, my stepson, Michael's son, um, not our four-year-old, not my son, but his, uh, his child uh, wrote. And um, I can't say much more about it except that I know he's really excited about it. Sorry, Michael is. And I've read it and he's really incredibly talented. Um, I also, you know, I have um, some stuff that I deal with, like obsessive compulsive disorder, and I have my whole life. And I would love to put together a documentary about it. So that's something I want to do. Um, we have thought about doing a thriller about somebody who's seeing demons and it, you don't really know whether they are seeing demons or they are schizophrenic, you know? And so these are all to us socially conscious films, you know, as opposed to just blood and guts and horror and sexploitation, you know? And, and that is the beginning, just touching on, on, on some of the subject matters, but it's gonna shift, you know, and change. That's wonderful. Yeah. I'm really, we're really excited to see what you have in store. Um, so we will definitely be on the lookout. Uh, Blancbean.com, I think it is. Blancbean.com. But you can find us on like Twitter. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, conventions, and just I'm, I have a movie coming out called Voyeur. Uh, and Michael has uh, May 30th, the audible version of William Gibson's. Un, um, unfilmed script of Aliens, the sequel to Aliens. So check them all out.
That's awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time to, to talk to us. Um, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your time here at Thank AwesomeCon. <laughs> She's so cute. Oh, <laughs> I had to give her a squeeze. I know, right? <laughs> well, it kept me from eating. All right, guys, we are back. We're back, we're back, we're back, guys, by popular demand. All right, so, as you know, let me untangle myself here. Disney is is now even more of a conglomerate, guys. As uh, Disney and Comcast have reached a deal that would give Disney full operational control of Hulu. That's right, guys. The two companies have entered into a put-call agreement um, regarding NBC Universal's 33% stake in the streaming service. Um, so Comcast can require Disney to buy NBC Universal's interest in Hulu, and Disney can require NBC Universal to sell that interest to Disney for its fair market value at that future time. Um, so I think we are really uh, wow. Uh, we're talking a complete domination of the industry. Yeah, with Disney. Um, if, uh, you know, uh, when that happens, it's too much. Like I, I love Disney, and Same. but. Is mm -hmm. they're getting too powerful. I heard like they're yeah. dictating a lot to the uh, movie theaters now, um, like how oh. much percentage they want. Like it's just too much power for one company. And there's like a requirement mm -hmm. that like movie Disney movies have to stay in theaters for like four weeks, which is kind of oh killing, wow, really killing these like small theaters which have like one or two screens. Oh wow, because everyone's gonna see like a big Marvel movie or whatever the first week it comes out, then. You know, it's just gonna sit there for yeah. like four weeks. Yeah. Right. And like, I was even talking to a guy at a local um, drive-in theater here in Baltimore, and like, um, he's having trouble last year showing any kind of um, Marvel uh, and um, Disney movies because they wanted too large of a cut that he couldn't afford for uh, a drive-in. So oh, they're Benji's. Yeah, Benji's. Yeah. So they're just like, um, which I saw that that they are showing. Um, you know, Disney movies and Marvel movies this season. So maybe they worked out some kind of a deal. But it's just too powerful one for one company. You know, even like for Star Wars, like they um, charge the theater like a, a high percent to like show Star Wars movies. Wow. So like they're just strong arming. Now they're, they're strong gonna own, arming. They're gonna own Hulu and then have Disney um, Plus. Disney platform. Plus. I mean, they already have a streaming service uh, coming up in November. I don't know why. They want everything. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So it's from a company that couldn't make a profit only on on Pixar movies. Um, right. Not too long ago, their original movies were like flopping. Actually, part of it might have to do with Hulu having some Marvel content, uh, The Runaways, and they have like a Ghost Rider TV show coming out, right? And um, what was the other one? There's and another Marvel show that's going to be on Hulu. Legion? No, Legion's Le on FX. Well, Legion will eventually probably be on Hulu because it's Fo you know Disney owns Fox now too. Right. But <laughs> Disney owns everything. <laughs> right. <laughs> they play Monopoly like, over there. But and um. Oh, what? What about who? another Marvel show? And I can't. And I, and I can't yeah, think of what it is. Uh. Yeah, I can't remember it either. Oh, it's the Son of Satan. That's it. Oh wow. Hellstrom. Okay. So there you go. So I think another thing about Hulu, maybe that could be the new home of Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and Luke Cage, and that'd be cool. Iron Fist, you know, that would be Punisher. cool if it happened, you know. But I guess is that the whole reason why drop Disney Iron Fist off at the bus station? They... <laughs> Iron Fist is a cool character. The show wasn't that great, the but the character, the character, the character in the, the comics is cool. cool. The show was awful. Yeah, Chach. 
but Disney Plus is going to have their own Marvel section, so I'm not sure why they. Well, yeah, that's the, that's yeah. the thing that I wonder. Why sure. would they even have two streaming services? Because they'll cannibalize each other. That's a very good point. But I, they have yet to see those universes cross. I guess the um the Netflix Marvel universe hasn't crossed over to MCU yet. So does this? So does Disney own like The Handmaid's Tale now too? Wow, that's a good point. Need to catch up on that. Wow, that's a very interesting point. I get. I guess. And that's the it, only Hulu show that really pops perc- to mind, but I'm what, sure there are others. What percentage of ownership that Disney has with Hulu would, you know... With the majority of shareholders anyways now. Okay. Fine, Fox. So there you go. Yeah. So they, they, I guess they do. Yeah, I guess maybe they'll have, like, the more, like, adult-oriented stuff on Hulu. And yeah. The, that's what they're uh, saying. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, for you HBO... Um, Big Little Lies fans, season so two trailer is already here. Did you see the trailer? All your favorites are back. Well, um, I know someone's really excited too. Who would that be? Oh, that's my my wife. That she loves that show. Oh, she loves Big Little Lies. It's like so I, good. I make a, I make a standard comment about how like I I don't get to watch much TV with my wife until, except for until I we forced you literally to watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. And are you thanking us every single Absolutely. time? Absolutely. I am too. See, right yeah. did we not did we not force both of you to watch Game of Thrones? Yeah, yeah. you did. And would you agree and it's the best thing you've ever seen in your entire life? Literally feel like I was depriving myself. Allie, are you hearing this? I've turned two friends. Yeah. <laughs> I watched two friends in the game of Thrones. Oh, and I turned yesterday. I watched too. the entirety, all seven seasons in three weeks. Yeah, oh I did too. I watched all seven so in three weeks. Like, <laughs> Wow. You'll thank me later, it. trust me. It was me. awful. I literally, you, like, my eyes were puffy. I was up all Aww. night. I binge-watched You and Mr. Adorable should sit and just take some time, <laughs> watch everything, put the kids to bed, because kids can't watch it, and uh, you, I'm telling you, will. Th- uh, trust me, you will you thank will. me later. You will. Both of them are thanking. Yeah, it's uh, we, true. We, we, it's like, and I've tried people too now. <laughs> yeah, but it's but I but I always uh, I always yeah. say that thing about Big Little Lies and Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Right. And I don't know what's going to happen <laughs> now that Crazy Ex Girlfriend's over. It's over now, right? Yeah. I think it's the upcoming season. It's the last <laughs> season, right? No, no. It it just ended. It, it just it okay, had its finale. Okay, it just had its finale. I'm excited to see where because the first season is very close to the book. Um, so I'm really excited to see the second but season. But there's no source material. No, so it's going to be all. No source material. Oh, so they're pulling uh, a they're, uh, pulling. Uh, they're pulling a Game of Thrones <laughs> there. <laughs> However, no. The, but the, I'm excited though because the they're book writer. Amazing. I heard the book writer is penning the scripts though. Did you read the book? Like um, I did read the book. Did you read it before, before or after the I show? I read it before the, yeah. um, and okay. at the show. I thought was amazing. So more on television. Let's bring another a television star on. on the we have a call-in guest. All right, guys. We are happy to have on Below the Belt Show actress extraordinaire who co-stars as Milo Ventimiglia's mom, Marilyn Pearson, on NBC's hit series This Is Us. It's Laura Nimi. Hey, hey. Laura Hi. Nimi. Good How to have nice. you. Good to have you on Below the Belt Show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, I've been listening to some of your podcasts. You guys are fantastic. No way, you have. Wonder- Can, yeah, I have. What, ha, great have, guests. have there been any you highlights? Guys have nice repartee. What um, good repartee? <laughs> <laughs> we had a really full house tonight, so uh, it'll get chaotic. Yeah. Nice. Uh, what? Really quick though, uh, what did you get a chance to listen to, and what did you like? What did I just listen to? Uh, who did you have on? Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm having sh- a mind. You know, I, you know, basic. I, I think I was listening to you guys before your guest. Oh, oh, oh! My girl Courtney Taylor. Oh, I know of course, her, yes. And uh, uh, Ben Milliken. 
Oh, nice. Because I know because I know both of them. Oh, nice from from Bosch. So yes, fun. that's right. Awesome. And now we have somebody representing. This is us. The hottest show on NBC, and congratulations. Seasons four, five, and six are green lit. Uh, how does it feel that you, you will have work for three more seasons? <laughs> oh, my God. I know, right? I mean, come on. That's huge news. Huge news. Very, I mean, so exciting. I mean, I'm basically, I've gotten some serious street cred for my family being on the show. Oh, sweet. Oh, awesome. actually are are able to watch some of the stuff that I do. <laughs> and that that's you got to have. I've done a lot of television shows that they weren't fans of necessarily. <laughs> you <laughs> got to get that street cred a, for sure. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, it's just incredible. It's just incredible. That is and well deserved. Well yeah. deserved. <laughs> yes, I heard so after season 6, I heard it's a maybe if they'll continue, but I heard the showrunners have a um a pretty much a uh, definitive story in mind to wrap up uh, the story in six seasons. What do you that's think? That's the do rumor you, mill. Yeah, do you think that that's the case, or do you think there's potential for more, or do you think it's a little too early to tell? No, I think I think that's been the consensus. You know, Dan is, uh, he doesn't go into anything without being incredibly mindful. So I'm, I'm, I think that he, that was always the intention. I can't confirm that, but it, mm-hmm. it, it, that has always been the feeling that he was going to go for six seasons. Okay. You know, so. And it makes sense because, I mean, obviously with your flashback scenes as um, yeah. as the mom, as Marilyn Pearson, I guess there's only so many stories you can tell until they kind of have to go to contemporary times, I guess. So so much backstory right. you can tell. So. Right. Yeah. But there's so much. I mean, you know, think about the, the, the most pivotal times in your life, the, the things that resonate the most or the, the memories when we're ch- when we're children, you know, so there's That's a lot to be a, a lot of great story to be told there. So we'll see if they get to it. It'd be really exciting. Awesome! You are amazing on the show, by the way. Thank you, thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, and question: So we, so the last time we saw you, you were leaving. Um, yeah. And are we going to see more like your the, um, where you went afterwards? Yeah, I hope so. Oh, I hope, I hope so, so too. It's getting, it's, getting, it's getting good. That's it's awesome. Good. Um, I, you know, it, we just we'll see. We'll see. You know, I will say the sh- that the showrunner is um, uh, they're pretty pretty great about tying up loose ends. Right. So I can't imagine that they wouldn't. Um, but we'll see what other storylines are are going to happen in the next in the next few seasons. That's awesome. But Especially- boy. Go ahead. Oops, sorry. Um, especially, um, I'm really curious to know, you know, if you're where your character is now with um, with the big three being grownups. I, exactly. So yeah. That well, would be we, really we don't know. Kind of... Well, yeah, exactly. And you know, is is she alive? Is she? You know, it's it's there's a lot of question marks. So. Yes. So basically, so, uh, will you be in the makeup chair that Mandy Moore is in to make you the s- senior citizen version of your character, right? Is that what you're alluding well, to? Well, I have been in the makeup chair <laughs> that Mandy Moore has been in because I've, you know, I've aged, uh, um, you know, decades. Uh, oh, yeah. Last, this past season. Right. So That's I true. got to, to go back to the beginning. Because you're probably close to Milo's first- age anyways in real life. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, there's a little bit of a difference, but yeah, you know, <laughs> I think everybody does a really. Good, I mean, the hair and makeup team—they they are just off the charts. They are so talented. Mm. I think they've been nominated every time the Emmys come up. They're just fantastic at what they do. You know, being able how to how they transform Mandy Moore to I guess what sixty something yeah. Mandy Moore is incredible. Yeah, yeah, Zoe. She, I mean, it just that team is just. The, some of the best in the biz they do a really great job but it's also Mandy I mean you know she she sells it you know she she does a great job on the show so it's kind of twofold right right definitely where uh, where would you like to see your character oh god <laughs> I, I mean there's so many different things I'd like you know, I loved going going working with the kids and doing more of that flashbacks during the early ch- uh, childhood. I think that's just so interesting because um, it de- deals more a little bit in the marriage of Stanley and I. Um, but, you know, Vietnam, I mean, you know, that was a, a there's, there's just a lot of question marks to, to be able to, uh, you know, to address mm-hmm. because I'd love to, to kind of re- regroup in that period of what happens next. You know what I mean? Definitely. With, with Michael Ang- Angarano, who I just love working with, and, and Milo, too. I mean, he's just, I can't say enough about him. Yeah, I, how do you guy. like working I, with I, Milo? And, uh, and He's just amazing. Yeah. <laughs> he's, just, he's just a lovely man and just... Mm-hmm. Have uh, you become friends off a of set? Uh, well, nobody's my neighbor. He's He lives close by oh, me. Oh, cool. So he's a West Sider, so, okay. and we're both native... Uh, we're from California, so there's a, there's that in common there that we go. Uh, have kind of a sim- similar rooted, you know. And I gotta I gotta say that I think it was good casting because I can see a little bit of resemblance with you and Mila. Yeah, I think that was a I good. I think so too. You agree? Yeah, because I think you that's know, it's important. In, it's interesting casting. because I had auditioned. You know, I can't remember if it was to play his aunt or his mom, um, mm-hmm. but a, a, a relative in two other projects before I landed This Is Us. And I can't remember what the projects were, but I know I kept, I kept seeing that name, you know, when I would audition. I was like, who is this guy? And I'd look him up, and i go, oh, yeah, we do kind of look alike. And then, of <laughs> course, he got really, you know, he got so famous, and it was like, uh, so, you know, I always say third's a charm. Third's <laughs> a charm on this one, because uh, it was destined, right? Yeah. That's awesome. So overall, how was the um, audition process to land the role of Marilyn Pearson? You know, in the first season, you know, I didn't even, that show was not necessarily on my radar because, I mean, I I was hearing about it. It was getting a little heat. It had already aired. Um, And then um, I started watching it, obviously, before I went into the audition. I was like, oh, my God, this is fantastic writing. And the part was, you know, not really fleshed out. Um, It was just, I don't know if you saw season one, but, you know, you see me a little Mm -hmm. bit. And uh, and that was it. But um, right. I resonated with the character. I you know, uh, and you know, lovely season three we see more. And then yeah, season three we got to really kind of I got to dive in a little bit more, which was you know, as an actor, well you guys know it's it's like it's heaven to be able to have a character that you can flesh out. No doubt, definitely. I, I and love say the, and say those words, you know, right. and just be able to say those words because. It's just such great writing on the show. Such great writing. I loved getting to see more insight um, to your character. Has any have any fans connected with you um, 
and your story. There, yeah. In fact, I got a on social media. I had a a, um, a woman reach out um, that uh, from the Middle East, and it was like lump in throat message. It was so it was so touching and beautiful, and it was you know it's just like wow, the power of the show. I mean, what a man! I just feel so grateful to be on the show to have you know it resonate with so many people on on kind of a you know the gut heart level type thing you know so that's awesome and the it's, show it's, is really uh really uh can get someone some people emotional oh, it's so powerful there's actually yeah. not yeah. a single episode where i have not cried it, i've right, cried so every right. single episode makes me cry like, i know it's like, just beautiful like, it's, it's just beautiful <laughs> like the episode where kate is about to uh, get her surgery to and uh, she doesn't wake up from her uh, anesthesia. And yeah, yeah for example, oh that God. was your uh, that was a big episode for you as well. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, just typical things like that are just. I think that's why it resonates so much with viewers. I think a lot of people get emotionally invested in these characters. And there's they so do. much for li- they like do. people can I relate agree. to so many different things on the show. Yeah, no doubt. Well, and you get to see you get to see, you know you know this. They're, they're tackling some great issues, you know? I mean, that Vietnam episode that I did, I just, you know, that that was, um, you know, Tim O'Brien is a, you know, co-wrote that episode. And, you know, he was in the trenches. He, he, he was kind of the dramaturge to be able to, to, you know, make sure that it was handled with love and care and, you know, just be able to... Uh, uh, they're just very... They're very purposeful and mindful uh, on each episode. And, you know, a lot of writers, you know, a lot of people say that on, you know, when they're in the episodic, but mm-hmm. they they really do their due diligence on this show. Yeah, it's just incredible. Absolutely. So let's talk about uh, some other projects you've uh, done. Um, looks like you recently uh, co-starred Opposite Anne Hathaway and Ben Affleck in a Netflix yes. film. The last thing he wanted. Um, this I am is... so excited about that. Oh my god! I got to work with Dee Reese as well, who I'm a huge fan of. Yes, so, this is available I mean, now on be... Netflix. No, no, no! It's not coming out. I don't think it was supposed to come out in spring. I don't think it's going to come oh. out to the end of the year. Okay, okay, it's got wow! Crazy buzz, and I'm just so excited to to be able to work with these filmmakers. You know, Dan Fogelman, Dee Reese. These are like, you know real visionaries. What can you, know? you tell us about it, about the synopsis and your character? Well, it's a political thriller. It's set in the 80s. Oh, cool. And um, um, I play uh, a, a reporter from the Washington Post, a, a co-worker of Anne's character. And I think that's about all I can say on it. Wow. <laughs> so sometime but later this year? Say, the, what? Sometime later this year it should be released? Uh, yeah. I think it's going to be released later this year. Oh, so right. That's pretty exciting. When movie when movies start getting released at the end of the year, you always know that's like a it's it's a good thing. It's a good thing. <laughs> nice. So I'm reading reading here. Very cool that you've uh, co-created a sketch comedy group, Show Friends, which eventually I did. Yeah, land, landed you guys a contract with okay. Funny or Die, which is oh, wow. God. That, that is so. You know cool. what? I'm, I'm I'm so sorry, you guys. We're just we're just. 
we're just here, uh, and I gotta wrap it up. But, oh, because you, um, you're going back on set, right? Because you're on a yeah. you're on a big feature film right now, right? Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> awesome. I am gonna be working. I'm just, I'm flying to Mexico soon. But um, I, I'm uh, thank you guys so much for having me. Can you I'm do? So a, sorry to cut it short. That's okay. We'd like for you uh, to do a promo. Is, is, is kind of pulling me right now. If you can but, just say um, who you are, Laura, and you're on Below the Belt show from This Is Us, that'll be awesome. Hey guys, this is Laura Neamey from This Is Us, and you are on Below the Belt. These guys rock. You awesome. rock. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You are that amazing. Was awesome, Thank Laura. You guys. Sorry to cut it short. No, that's okay. I know you guys. I'm going to keep listening. And I know you're on set, so that's important. So <laughs> that's what working actors Thank do. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks Thank so, you much. so much. All right. All have right. a good night. Take care, guys. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. Bye. Wow, that was, I don't think I've ever seen that happen before, where they actually, someone actually That's got awesome. pulled away during the interview. I, I've actually had, I've had some actors call, I think Sam Medina from Venom, yes. the bank robber, he walked out of his own freaking yeah. premiere to talk to us That's on Blue awesome. No fucking way. Dude, seriously. Yeah, That's dope. Were, I was here were you here? Was you, me, yeah. was charging. Yeah. Yeah, you were yeah, here. It was, it was like I think he had already seen the movie from another premiere, yeah. so it was like I already seen the movie before. So he literally walked out oh, of the theater. That's crazy. That's well, he awesome. chose poorly. Oh no, <laughs> I think he chose wisely. And I love that she um, listened to some of the. I I loved how she popped for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was kind of cool. Oh, she's fantastic on This Is Us. Yeah. She's very Absolutely. very good. All right. So news on the new CBS Star Trek. A series with Jean-Luc Picard. This will not be on CBS All Access. You might be happy to know that it's going to be on Amazon Prime, um, which is great because a lot of people don't want another streaming service, and they already have Amazon Prime because who doesn't love Amazon Prime with the <laughs> oh, free I delivery, love right? Prime. Wait, is this the one where he's playing a doctor? Oh, you heard about that? Yeah, yeah I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I called Doc. Did I tell you this, General? I yeah, I think I, you did. I told. I asked uh, Beverly Crusher. Um, are you going to be in the Dr. Luke, uh, Jean-Luc Picard series? And, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she kind of like, uh, yeah, Gates McFadden had some claws there. She had claws and I didn't have a very long interview with her. And, th- <laughs> and that was probably, that probably made it even shorter <laughs> because of that. That's fine. Um, Rick and Morty fans, good news <gasps> guys. Season, season four is coming. Yay. This Do they have year, a date? November, oh. November 2019, guys. I'm so All right. We keep yes. rewatching and <laughs> we keep rewatching yes, and rewatching yes, it. Yes, like yes. Why your Szechuan dip? <laughs> <laughs> Two years after the finale of season three in October of 2017, so we're getting. A little over two years since the last um, Rick and Morty uh, episode aired. Chachi, you gave it a shot. You weren't really feeling it. I was seeing part of one episode. Okay. I, I think you should continue. Keep maybe. watching. Well, Keep watching because that show is freaking if brilliant. You amazing. So yeah. It's like Back to the Future. Well, with, I thought it would make a fun of Back to the Future seem like I, kind of, I was kind of offended. No, no. <laughs> well, because yeah. it, they don't go to the, they don't do timelines. They do um, different galaxies and different planets. Dimensions. Oh, they don't, they don't time travel. They no. don't time travel. Oh, okay, okay. So they they space travel. Okay. So they that's one thing they decided not to. F well, they go they you know. go they go through different dimensions too. There's like right. uh, an infinite number of wrecks and uh, right and Mortys. I <laughs> love Evil Morty. Yeah. Like I want to know. I love when the show gets really deep. Yeah. So it's like it's so fucking weird, but then it gets really <laughs> deep. And the like, adorable one just dropped the. Well, it's also. I mean, they also have some like. Intercastle. I mean, they, they also watch by Chachi. 
there it's hilarious but there are also some like really melancholy there scenes is. and it'll uh, it'll actually like turn on a dime and mm-hmm. it'll be all that the one with rick and the mm-hmm. that one up yeah I don't know what i'm talking about where yeah. he like yeah sabi you're a fan of uh, rick and marty aren't you yeah i am okay you looking forward to season four um, I need to get more caught up. Okay. I'm, I'm just overwhelmed with a lot of things right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> As I can imagine. Yeah. We might get into that a little later. <laughs> yeah. Um, Black Mirror just dropped a new trailer. Miley Cyrus is going to be in the new uh, season. Uh, I love Miley. In the fifth season. As you know, it's an anthology series. I was actually really bummed out about Bandersnatch. I oh, yeah? did not. I yeah. It was the whole idea was really cool because it's like a, it's a like video a choose game. your own adventure type thing, right? Yeah, but it's not though because if you make the wrong decision, they steer you back to the main plot line. Really? Instead of having uh-huh. an alternate. Okay. Like, I mean, they have a. Few it's like that. There's like a. Versions, there's like a Bear Gorilla show on Netflix right now that's kind of does the same thing. Yeah, but then you're not really having alternate. Things happen. Endings. Yeah. Like, Sabrina yeah. usually loves Snatch, that's too. That's, a, that's surprising. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I need to watch more Black Mirror. I've watched a couple episodes. Yes. I, they're really good, but then they make disturbing. me feel like mm-hmm. just yeah. empty inside, and I need to recuperate. I need to catch up with Black Mirror. There's like yeah. a whole season I haven't I seen yet. I definitely need to watch more Because I think the one that I started and haven't quite gotten through yet is the one that was kind of like Star Trek. Yeah, we just mentioned Star Trek, yeah. 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 Oh, uh, Kristen Milioti's in that one, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big fan of hers. Um, so Anthony Mackie, Topher Grace, um, Yana Abdul-Mateen II, and Miley Cyrus will be among the cast of the upcoming season of Black Mirror. Um, so that should be cool. Um, so this might be... Sad news for Whiskey Cavalier fans, but good news for Walking Dead fans, as Whiskey Cavalier, Lauren Cohen's show on ABC, was canceled. Good. After one season, you said good. good. <laughs> so this Did you a, see that show? No, I didn't see it. Well, we, we, <laughs> okay. we both want Maggie to come back to Walking yeah. Dead. And we think, Did her character die in Walking Dead? No, no, they wrote her out to go to a different community. Oh, gotcha. And, um, they, because there's a lot of Maggie's story to tell. And we wouldn't be happy because obviously it was killed. There's no chance she would be coming back anyways. <laughs> But no, um, but yeah, because but they're uh, filming now the new season, so I hope they can still bring her back. We're gonna we're gonna find out, and I think the voice in the finale on that radio could have been could have been Maggie. Yeah, I really think it could have been Maggie. They didn't confirm or deny. Okay, um, but we'll have to wait and see. So um, yeah, good to have her back. I need to catch up. Yeah, Whiskey Cavalier only got a one point two rating. Oh jeez. Um, um, averaging Ooh, a one point two rating. That's really bad. bad. Um, which uh, is 6.3 million viewers, which sounds good, but I guess for a major network show on ABC, that wasn't enough. Um, another show coming to an end, uh, and I think this is because the showrunners want it, I uh, think it's the story's complete, is Madam Secretary. Um, they'll have a short and final season with just 10 episodes. Um, and she's going to run for president, Elizabeth, the character of Elizabeth, played by Tia Leone. Um, very similar to Veep. <laughs> um, if you're a fan of Polly Perrette, I'm from NCIS. She'll be on a new show um, opposite Jamie Camel um, in a CBS pilot uh, called Broke. Um, Broke is about an outra- outrageously wealthy trust fund baby who is cut off by his father, so he and his wife move into her, st- her strange sister's condo. That sounds like two broke girls, actually. 
Do you if you remember, wasn't she a trust fund kid that her father her father didn't really cut her off. Her father went to prison for like money laundering or something. Mm. Uh, <laughs> oh boohoo! You were privileged and you're not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> um, let's see. FX um, is coming up with a new series um, with Kate Blanchett. Um, it's a limited series called Mrs. America. All-star cast, uh, Sarah Paulson, John Slattery, James Marsden, who's also on uh, Westworld. Um, and he's also on Dead Like Me, too. Oh, well, no, you're he right. just died. Oh, <gasps> spoiler! Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Good God. <laughs> well, I don't think you can do more he than... He might still be alive. <laughs> well, I don't think you can do more a, a series regular more than one show, so it, it kind of makes sense. Um, Uzo Duba from Orange is New Black will be a part of this new show. Rose Byrne, Kaylee Carter, um, and Captain America, I'm sorry, Captain Marvel directors, uh, Ryan Fleck and Anna Bowden will direct the first two episodes of this new show. Um, and it's a, uh, the Mrs. America tells a story uh, of the movement to ratify the Equal Rights Amendment and the unexpected backflash led by Phyllis Scafly. I guess... That's a take on McFly. Um, <laughs> 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 um, so it looks, you know, looks kind of cool. Um, we'll have to see how it, you know, how it is. Um, Lethal Re- Weapon is ending. Um, the series with um, with Damon Wayans and Sean William Scott. Stifler to most people. Oh, I didn't um, even know that that was still going on. Yeah, Lethal that Weapon. Was, that was a thing, wasn't it? Huh. Yeah. yeah. That explains why it's ending. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And well, Damon Wayans and Sean William Scott, known actors. Yeah, they're up <laughs> And it's <laughs> like a... Yeah. And I remember liking the movies when I was a kid. Right. Yeah, but that's where <laughs> and, we should have left it. Yeah, yeah. In the movies when we were kids. Now yeah. let it go. Uh, can- also canceled is The Passage with your boy, Zach, from Saved by the Bell, Mark Paul oh. Gosseler. Um, yes, unfortunately, will not return for a second season. <laughs> Look how funny you guys that are. That was breathy. <laughs> Mark yes. Paul. Oh, come on. Like, like every girl that was in the on world Fox, the watching passage. Saved by the Bell did not kiss the TV screen when oh Zach God. Morris was on. Jeez. Because I know I did. He was my yeah. first kiss. All right, Chachi. Well, well, I didn't watch when Kelly was on. I don't know how you'll feel about this. <laughs> yeah, I did watch when yeah. she was on the TV. <laughs> So I, we I announced a while ago that Jesse Smollett will not be returning to Empire for its final season. Yeah. Now it's being announced that Empire's upcoming season will be the last. Um, and uh, yes, um, the sixth season will be the show's last. They're turning the final season into a television event. They did not announce whether Smollett will return, but they, but they did say there's no plans for him to appear. I thought that um, it did well in the ratings. No. It did, well, it did very well in the ratings. So why are they ending the show? That is a very good question, considering that uh, the ratings are good. Um, I'm telling you, if you're on a TV show, be on like Netflix or HBO or some other You channel, think ne- network, network television is tough. It's rough. Oh, my God. It's like, rough. We well, saw the can- shows that are canceled now. They're all network TV They're shows. They're all network TV shows. Well, the it, Netflix shows apparently don't pay as well. Don't pay the actors as well. Probably that, not. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um... Family Guy's still doing well. Uh, I'm not surprised about that. They they just celebrated its twenty can you believe twenty year anniversary? Wow. Um, and they actually um, honored Adam West, who as you know passed away yeah. last year, 
they actually changed James Wood's high to Adam West high. Oh, that's cool. In the episode, um, which was cool. They, well, it ended up because uh, they said on the episode, Brian, the dog, says that James Woods has become a political troll and a maniac on Twitter. And they kind of made... They kind of took light of his real persona and f- as a reason to take James Woods out. Wait, how was the last time you saw an episode of Family Guy? It's been years. Uh, last week. Oh. Oh. I'm a fan. It's been years. Okay, I'm a fan. For, me, for me, it's been years. I actually watched this particular episode. It was really, oh, did really you? good. Okay. Yeah. But, but it's funny yeah. that... Um, it's good, though. It's good, right? It's funny. That's, that Seth MacFarlane... I mean, it's funny mm-hmm. they're making fun of um, James Wood for being a troll on Twitter. Right. When the creator of the show, Seth, Seth, Seth MacFarlane, yeah. oh, that's all he does on Twitter. Is, is, is he a big troll, too? Oh, my God. <laughs> like he's, he was annoying. Like, like I remember, um, I mean, it was like it was like months after Trump won, and he was just on there with like like 40 different articles a day, like this, like talking about Trump. I'm like, aren't no. you working on like four shows? Like, <laughs> how do you have time for all this? You're right. Well, I know what you're looking forward to on Fox Chachi. Beverly Hills 9-0. I mean, I'm not looking forward to it. I don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> All right, so there's a little more okay. information of, of what these heightened versions of themselves are going to be. So there's a teaser that just dropped with, as you know, Shannon Doherty, uh, Jason Priestley, Jenny Garth, Ian Ziering, Gabriel Garteris, Brian Green, and Tori Spelling are all coming back. This is a six-episode event series described oh. as a brand-new serialized drama with a healthy dose of irreverence that is inspired by the real lives and relationships with each other. So basically, um, it's it's going to be um, so it's going to be like a meta show that riffs on it's very meta. being on nine hundred two one zero. Not really riffs, but they're actually trying to uh, get the reboot back. So it's going to be a meta show about making making nine hundred two one zero and, and Which, getting the reboot up and running. I mean, that could work. Yeah, right. It's like it seems like the worst possible scenario for a show. Like Why is that? Well, because either you do like uh, you bring it back as just a series, which people wanted to see in the first place. Right. Well, you... I don't. I don't really think nine hundred two one zero is exactly hollowed ground. I mean, they can no. they can make fun of it, and they can they can do that. I mean, it's no, I'm not... talking about making fun of it. I'm talking about people wanted to see them being brought back as their old characters. You know, if you're going to do maybe their own families now, and their kids are in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Or anything. Yeah. But right. That's what you do... wanted to see. Either like that. I know, I know you wanted it to be like Cobra Kai, where it's like a right. kind of continuation of the story. Exactly. I, mean, I don't really care that they're coming back either way. I mean, but if they were, were going to come back, I want to see them as their characters, or do a, a totally real reality show mm-hmm. with them doing something. This is like, it's it's like it's like a reality show, but it's not reality. It's like the middle of some weird. I mean, mm-hmm. well, Brian I, I see, see how it turns out. I mean, but yeah, it's mm-hmm. only six episodes too. But yeah. Brian Austin Green summarized it best. So the idea is we're playing ourselves, eventually recreating a reboot of 90210. So there you go. That's basically what the premise is of that. It's going to be like a comedy, I, I guess? I, I guess so. It's going to have some, a lot of comedy elements right. to it. Yeah. Um, Ian Ziering uh, said it's kind of like comfort food. I worked uh, with these guys at a time in life, very formative years, went through a fire together, really did things that very few people did at our age. And just the fact that we get to do it again is kind of like a double bonus. So there you go. Um, American Idol not going anywhere. Renewed for season three on okay. ABC, which if you count all the Fox episodes, a lot more seasons. But they're down <laughs> to the final three as Alejandro, Lane Hardy, and Madison Vandenberg are vying for the next American Idol. Do people um, watch that show now? Apparently the ratings are, are good enough yeah. um, that people are still watching. And uh, 
Uh, Katy Perry's contract uh, has not been finalized for season three yet, so um, we'll have to wait and see. Of course, they she's the highest paid judge on on American Idol, so I'm sure they're gonna have to work something out for that. What about the Paradise Hotel uh, return on Fox, Chach? You're gonna watch that. I, love I know you're one. a big fan of uh, the, the original one, yeah. Paradise yeah. Hotel. When does that start? It starts this summer. Um, oh, and it's hosted by Kristen Cavallari. Hmm. Lord. Oh, don't she you love Kristen? Me. I love <laughs> Kristen <laughs> Cavallari. I feel like I should know who that is. Who she is that? Was the hills known for the hills. Laguna Beach. Laguna Beach. Oh, so that's that's some reality show. Enough, that was my jam. Okay. That, I was obs- so I was obsessed with Laguna Beach, but that's like the last yeah. reality <laughs> show I've watched. <laughs> the hills for me more so. Them. Really? I like the but hills I was, better. They yeah. were juniors when I was. She was the same grade as me, so it was right. Like, oh. Yeah. Quote unquote reality. Yeah, yeah. I, when I was when I was in high school, I, I thought it was like reality. It. <laughs> now, like now you know like, the admitted was. Really, oh yeah, this isn't real. Like I just remember being like, Laguna might have been more real than the hills. So. Why are you getting married? Mm. <laughs> Should have been watching our lives. But now that's drama. <laughs> have you ever watched um, Paradise Hotel? No, I don't. Know. It's 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 almost like well, it's a it's a a different version of the Bachelor Bachelorette instead trash. of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is trash. Basically, yeah. But you kind of have to uh, become roommates with one another. You have to be like Oscar the Grouch and just love that trash. And if you're like the odd <laughs> person out, you're Ew. you're evicted from the hotel or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they should bring bring back Eliminate while they're at it. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Eliminate. Oh, my English teacher was actually on that. It was actually <laughs> <That's> awesome. awesome. <laughs> Speaking of old school, and he totally was like, "I'm sick. I can't come in." We were like, "You were on Eliminate. We all watched <laughs> yes. it." Yes. Yeah, what kind of lo- what kind of loser would be on that Mr. show? Mr. Sterling, we I saw you. Chachi was on Eliminate, guys. Were you really? Yeah. Were you picked? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, of course you were. Did you tell her some jokes about the Golden Girls? What's that? She was like, "Oh my god, I love you, Chacha." What's that? I said, did you tell her some jokes about the Golden Girls? And she was like, am I going to let Do you have a copy of your episode? Sabrina, you did not know about Chachi on the Do you have a copy of your episode? Or is it YouTube. Like on it's on YouTube. YouTube. I think yeah. I remember that. I need to see it. I Send the Sabrina know. the link of your all right, episode. All right, all right. Yeah, I'm curious. I feel like a friend of mine was on that, too. <laughs> it's classic Chachi at its best. <laughs> or worse. I actually was casting for it. Yeah. So I didn't Ooh. cast your episode, no, but I casted several years after and ended up dating two of the girls in the casting session. <laughs> that was fun. Um, all right. Uh, Paris Hilton wasn't afraid to let the world know oh, how she really that. feels Paris about H- Lindsay Lohan. Paris Hilton is never afraid to let the world know about anything. Her lack of underwear, her new fashion line. She's a Hilton. Her lack of hair in the back. <laughs> like nothing. I, this doesn't so surprise me. So they haven't been relevant in, <laughs> what, 10 years, right, Chachi, since we used to talk about yeah, Paris Hilton and yes, Lindsay Lohan? Yes. So they had a segment of What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. It's called Plead the Fifth. And apparently they asked they asked Paris to say three nice things about Lindsay Lohan. And she's, she Paris, Paris says she's beyond. That was the first and then thing said, lame, lame and embarrassing. <laughs> lame and embarrassing. Those aren't nice. Those aren't. Compliment. Well, but here you can put a spin on that. It's entertaining. <laughs> no, like that's if, positive. If someone asked me to say three nice things about you, oh. about me, you could say oh. lots of nice things about me. That's why this doesn't make any. S- no, but that's why this doesn't make any sense. Me. <laughs> 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 sp- okay. <laughs> Somebody you didn't like, and I was like, say three nice things. I'd be like, well, they're gonna die soon. Number one. <laughs> uh, I just would make uh, whatever. The whole thing's too. 
No, but you're talking you're talking about Paris Hilton and like the hills and the right. beach, like TV in this decade is so much better than TV oh in the my last God, decade. Yes, last yeah, decade absolutely. was all reality shows. That's right. I'm so glad reality. And, that, t- and that's why nice. you're right. We did talk about reality a yeah. lot. And I remember the actors bitching because they couldn't get, find jobs right. because everything yes. was reality show. They're, they're I hate that. Before I always Netflix. hated before that. Netflix. Yeah. All the streaming platforms uh, and HBO getting really good content. Give me yep. the fiction. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. And now you have like like Game of Thrones, like, like many movies yes. every episode. I think HBO was the only Magic network Dragons. 10 years ago that was still doing well. Yeah. Well, they still, you know? I mean, even 10 years Show ago, they had shows like Lost and The Wire and stuff like that. that yes. Well, The Wire on HBO, that's it. HBO was yeah. an exception. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. but like Lost was on and Yeah, that was a, one of the big shows. But they yeah. were but they were like rare. I mean, most of the time right. it was like um Paradise Hotel and those kind of shows. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, cuz they were they're really cheap to make. Exactly, and, right. And um I have a feeling the Real once uh, once the Fox like cuz you know Fox still owns the Fox network, yeah. just none of the content on it yeah. anymore. Yeah. There you're you're going to see a lot more reality shows on okay. Fox. <laughs> I mean, I get paid nothing for Eliminate, so like were you actually on Eliminate? Yeah. Yeah, we were talking. Seriously? We were just talking. Oh, oh did, like I, did I miss that while I was texting <laughs> Yeah. Your payment <laughs> is the date. Was, was that the Way poke, to keep up poker with the, the bear? Um, we'll get into it later. Oh. <laughs> but, <laughs> poker the bear. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Chachi, what's, your name's Jason, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, she, she, it's, on your pro, it's on your personal YouTube. Right? I'll, I'll send it to you later. Yeah, it's not on. It's Holy not shit, send that to me, too. I, I know, I'm this. really curious. <laughs> <laughs> Share with the class. Yeah. Share with the class. <laughs> Put it up on Below the Belt Show's video section. That's a good idea. Well, I want to, like. um. This is what I get for it, not paying Right now, attention. it's in, like, three. It's so old <laughs> on. So on YouTube is actually in three parts because you couldn't upload a uh, um, certain amount length, a right? full like twenty-four minute video. But now then. you can download Wait, all three and merge them. Harder? No, it was a no, one show, no, but no. you can upload it to YouTube in three parts because you oh, okay. you back in the like day, a, a ten-minute really interval is on right. YouTube. Oh, so like, I mean, is there like some kind of rights issue with that? Like, no, no, I no, I'm assuming because no one can like afford it from that show. <laughs> <laughs> it's no longer on the air. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's back when they didn't really have like all these shows streaming online. Right. So mm-hmm. you really can't find good copies of it. There you go. Okay. Yep. That's what you it never was released on DVD or anything. That's awesome. Oh Big my! I'm like so excited to see yeah. this right now. <laughs> <laughs> this has got to be part of this viewing party with Fern Gully and World Combat. I'm gonna have to do that. <laughs> yes, check out Chachi McFlyer on Eliminate. Um, so the MTV Movie and uh, TV Award nominees were announced. Oh, oh my God! I like completely forgot that still happened. <laughs> so now they're doing TV and movies together uh, in the same award oh, show. Of course they are. Do they used to have an MTV TV award? No, no it, it was, was just, just movies. movies. So they added TV to, uh, okay. you know, to make it more like the Golden Globes. Gotcha. Mm. <laughs> or, of, 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 of you know of the younger so generation. so another award show I would never watch. <laughs> like if the Golden Girls, if the Golden Globes were even shittier, that would be gotcha. this. Uh, all right, so best movie nominees: Avengers: Endgame, Black Klansman, Spider Man: Into the Spider Verse. To All the Boys I've Loved Before and Us are the uh, best movie nominees. I uh, haven't seen Us yet. Yep. I have. Best TV shows, Big Mouth. What the hell is that? Yeah. Oh, that's on Netflix. That. That's, a, uh. that's a good show. <laughs> that's, a, that's hilarious. That's a funny show. It is so funny. That is a really funny <laughs> show. See? Um, we, got, we got it right. Uh, oh, you, you finally agreeing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. Um, right. Lola's my favorite character. <laughs> Other nominees? <laughs> yeah. Game of Thrones, hello, okay. yes. Hello. Riverdale, 
Schitt's Creek and The Haunting of Hill House. Oh, I love The Haunting of Hill House. Interesting picks, right? <laughs> uh, best performance in a movie. Amanda Stenberg in The Hate You Give. Oh. L- Lady Gaga, really who is Allie in Star is Born. As you know, her character is Allie. Lupita Nyong'o in um, her character for Red in Us. Rami Malek, who played Fed- Freddie Mercury, Bohemian Rhapsody. And Sandra Bullock, who played Mallory in Bird Box. How is MTV acknowledging Queen, the band Queen? Yeah, I know, that right? music's way too old I to, know. <laughs> to acknowledge. It's because of the reboot movie. That's yeah. the reason why. Best performance in a TV show, Elizabeth they, they Moss. They played Queen back in the, back in the day. On well, back in the day. Not, yeah. actually, not I don't even know if they play music yeah. now, yeah. but it's. Uh, <laughs> do they even acknowledge like older bands? I think only in the uh, context of a, a, movie. a rebooted movie yeah. or uh, yeah. biopic. So, like, Motley Crue is going to have some kind of appearance with that, too, then, right? They oh. could. They could. Well, uh, I didn't see it here on the list, but they could. Um, but, you know, they, they have um, – well, okay, so best performance in a TV show is Elizabeth Moss for Handmaid's Tale, Amelia Clark, Game of Thrones, Gina Rodriguez, Jane the Virgin, Jason Mitchell, The Chi – and Kiernan Shipka, your favorite. The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. <laughs> 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 so they have cool characters. Uh, Every day of my life is a chilling adventure. Yes, you're right. Uh, best hero. They have best hero categories. Of course they do. Yes. Brie Larson, um, Captain Marvel. Of course. John David Washington, Black Klansman, Maisie Williams, Game of Thrones, Robert Downey Jr., Avengers Endgame, Zachary Levi, Shazam. Wait, how is how is um, Black Klansman a hero movie? Superhero. I, I mean, I don't think it's a superhero. He's the it's protagonist. just like a protagonist. What is yeah. it? What was the category? Um, best, best hero. hero. Yeah. Oh, best hero. Best hero. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was superhero. Oh, you I must have like... missed that part where he put on the Black Klansman costume. <laughs> 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 Flew through the air. Yeah. I think it's a literal and figurative. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. Uh, best villain: Jodie Comer, Killing Eve. Uh, Joseph Fiennes, The ha- Handmaid's Tale. Josh Brolin, who played Thanos, Avengers Endgame, Lupita Nyong'o on This Is Us. Oh, not This Is Us. Us. (laughs) (laughs) Very different. (laughs) (laughs) And Penn Badgley in You. What is You? I don't even know what that is. Oh, You is so good. (laughs) I loved it. Um, (laughs) Oh, You was good. Oh, I need to read the book. I need to read the book first, and then I want to watch it. Is that a movie or a show? It's It's a show show that's on a book. Morgan, oh, you've, okay. uh, you've watched you? No, no I, I haven't watched okay. it, but I've heard about it. But if it's a book, I want to read the book. It was on Netflix. It was on um, Lifetime. It was so good. But then they oh, put wait, it on Netflix. That's the one about, like, the, okay. The I, know, I think like, I know what you're talking about now. He's a stalker. And that's the thing. If if, it, if a show's on the verge of being canceled, Netflix is a, is a good platform to yeah. save the show, you know? Yeah, so they're making season two. Yeah. But this is just, just like, okay, whatever's popular, whatever shit's popular, Best we're going to put, yeah. like, as a category. Wow. It's like, and for the first time, WWE has been nominated. Can you believe it? Where? Best real life hero, um, Roman Reigns uh, from SmackDown, um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, RBG, Serena Williams. What? <laughs> Stupid. Being Serena. Is it categories? They Ruth have? Bader Ginsburg better win that. Yeah. I don't ha- even care who else is nominated. Holler. Yeah, she's got to win that. Hannah Gadsby, Nanette, and Alex Honnold in Free Solo. And they even have WWE in Best Fight. 
Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. Oh, God. This is, this Can is you a, believe the it? dumbest show I ever heard. Wrestling is being recognized at the MTV Awards. It's crazy. Yeah. And, of course, RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg versus Inequality. Can you believe that's a nominee for Best Fight? That's stupid. This is the dumbest show. Like, <laughs> like, like whatever, whatever they can do to pander to the public, they're like, yeah. oh, we'll put a category there. Yeah. We don't care if it actually makes sense or not. Oh, God. Arya Stark versus the White Walkers? Yeah. Captain mm, Marvel versus... It wasn't really... She didn't really... Uh, best Fight? I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, she, she killed the Night King. She came I know. out of nowhere. She and came out of the nowhere. It was a sleight of hand. Wow. Yeah, and then it was a sleight of hand. So was that a fight? Yes. <laughs> not half an attack. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't really an, a fight. It was a sneak attack. <laughs> it was a sneak attack. <laughs> so not a fight. <laughs> Captain Marvel yeah. versus Minerva. Another nominee for best fight. And Cap- yeah, the best fight. Yeah, no, you, have, you have like ten superhero movies. That's gonna be the best fight. Yeah, I don't know why we're okay. discussing. None of us are actually gonna watch and the TV music awards. <laughs> yeah. And Captain no. Captain America versus Thanos. I think the last MTV Music Awards I watched was like ten years ago. And that was maybe the last fifteen. With that Britney. was too recent. That was early two thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Was probably the last time I watched. Back the last one I watched. I remember. the last MTV Music Awards I saw had Linkin Park. Doing really? like, you didn't and they see actually Britney did like a back? really kick at no. <laughs> oh wait, it might have been the one where Britney kissed Madonna. Wasn't that That's on there? That was the VMAs. Long, yeah. That was yeah. a long time. Long time. Yeah. That was way before Britney's comeback. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, that's I the last one I saw. That's yeah. probably the year that I last yeah. watched them. Yeah. That's when I saw was a Madonna <laughs> thing, like a virgin. Now, I wish that was the last one. Let's talk more about the highlights of the show we're not going to watch. Yeah, we spent a long time talking about the MTV Movie Awards. But don't don't get the uh, movie awards. Still actually care. We we know there's maybe three of you out there. But don't welcome. Don't get the VMAs confused with the movie and TV awards. Uh, Honestly, I'm not going to watch any award show on MTV. Two totally different shitty shows. (laughs) Oscars. The only similarity Oscars that they have is that Matt I Gala don't care about Gala. either. Oscars Matt, Ga- Oscars, Matt Gala. Golden yeah. Globes and the Emmys. Golden Globes. Yeah. Yes, um, but no MTV. one cares about what's going on in oh MTV. God, Let's pretend we care about Blackman so much and we were, we we're not going to even honor Prince when he dies on yeah, MTV. I know. I know. Mm. Bunch of mm. I, was, I was at that awards the yeah. year Prince died. Shite. Yeah. And like, I was shocked. He built the network and we're not going to honor him. Yeah. But we're going to have like 10 minutes of Michael Brown that has nothing to do with music. Right. Yeah. But you know what we should See? also do? Not show any music videos at all anymore, ever, mm-hmm. um, on music television. <laughs> right, yeah. Which is what it's called, music television. Aww. But you know what? We should fill it up with reality television shows, because that has a lot to do <laughs> with music these days. Yeah. Yes, trash. <laughs> trash, trash. We do have some sad news of, of those who have mm. uh, passed on. Uh, Peggy. Wait, you're not closing out the show right now, are you? Are you? No, 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 no. Those. Oh, okay. No, no, no. No, we're okay. going for another two hours. Because no. I have, <laughs> I, I have, I have a plug. I know, I know, so, I know. Okay, we're gonna okay. get to your. You have a rant too, I bet. No, mostly a rant. Oh boy. But go ahead. Um, for those that have passed, includes Peggy Lipton, who starred in the Mod Squad and Twin Peaks. Um, died at the age of 72 after a battle with cancer. I don't know if you're familiar with Peggy Lipton. Um. Yeah, she was in Twin Peaks. Uh, what character? Did she Fire play? Walk with Me in the 27. She's in, also in the new 2017 Twin Peaks: The Return series as well. Mm. Yeah. Crap! I never saw that. I really yep. should. Yep. Uh, as far as what character she played, um, it doesn't matter. No, no, keep no, going. No, good. Yeah. <laughs> keep 
Yeah. <laughs> um, Tim Conway, the comedian who was a core member of the Carol Burnett show. He um, was a he was a big part of my childhood, which is yeah. weird to say. I saw like all these like random old Disney movies that he starred in, like yeah, he, the Apple Dumpling Gang and <laughs> oh, something. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh yeah. no, 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 not that the, the yeah. Sasquatch go- Dumpling Gang. Yeah. Oh my god! No one else has seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is hilarious. I've seen it. Yeah, a I mean, long like, time ago. it was it was made like in the seventies. I, I thought it was better it than was like Napoleon a, Dynamite. So wait, <laughs> so Conway was in that? Yeah, he was. Okay. Him and Harvey Korman. Yeah, movies. and Harvey Corman, I'm assuming, is dead now. Movie night. Yeah, cool. he had a really uh, bad oh, brain so. issue called normal pressure hydrocephalus. It's a, a oh, buildup of blue. Oh, fluid that's in the actually brain. that's actually brain. really nasty. Yeah, your nasty. head gets really big. Oh yeah. God. Jeez, wow, that sounds really. Uh, well, it, it causes a lot of pressure swelling, on yeah. it, swelling and pressure on the brain. Yeah, that's oh, not man, that's that not sucks. a fun way to go. Um, legendary singer and actress Doris Day had oh, passed away. So yep, cool. at the age of ninety-seven. Which I thought she's already dead, but that's a nice long life. Yeah, she, she was. Um, I think we hey, announced Josh, her birthday. Have you ever actually seen Doris like anything that Doris Day was in? I don't know. I don't think I have. Yeah, I mean Doris Day right. is someone I've known about for a long time. Right. I don't oh, think right. I've Pie ever. Apple pie in the sky. Oops. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there what you is go. that? So, what is that actually from? It's from a Broadway um, Broadway show, right? Uh, no, it's Doris Day, and then the she, col- she sings that song, and then mm-hmm. she also sings. But like, what is it actually? But are those are those from are those from like movies or just songs that she released? They're just old ass songs. Old ass songs. I wish you was an Alfred Hitchcock. The man I knew too much. My yeah. mom used to sing that song to me when I was younger, and I thought that she made it up until I saw it on The Simpsons. Fun story. <laughs> and actually, hey, Siraj, I hope from the Doris Day uh, show or the movie yep. Pillow Talk. Okay, Pillow Talk. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, and Pillow Talk. That's Rock Hudson. Movie. Rock Hudson's in that too, yes, right? Yes, I think I saw that movie. And I, I've never seen it, but for some reason, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> and like yeah. Uh, little Brock. Uh, we also lost an actor named Pua Magsiva, who was one of the Power Rangers uh, in Power Rangers Ninja Storm. Hmm. He was the Red Ranger, Shane Clark, in the 11th season in 2003. Fascinating. Um, he was a Native American. I don't know what nationality was, but right. uh, oh, he was um, he was a new, he was uh, from New Zealand. We said the Red Ranger. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. The Red Ranger from New Zealand. Yes. was from. They only had you with the same color as what your um, outfit is. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> right. So we're saying James Stewart. I Jimmy get it Stewart? now. I yeah. get yeah, it. That's Jimmy Stewart. Um, but yeah, they didn't really announce um. The cause of death, no suspicious circumstances were found at the scene. The cause of death, yet to be determined. And um, another actor, um, you know, young uh, for his passing because he had committed suicide, Isaac Cappy. He was, he had small roles in Thor and Terminator Salvation and Breaking Bad, died at the age of 42. He actually jumped from a bridge onto an interstate and was struck by a pickup truck. That's dark. Isn't that horrible? Remember, he has kind of beef with um, Paris Jackson, remember? Isaac Cappy? Yeah. Nuh-uh, really? I forget what it was. Hold on. I'll, okay, I'll look, look it up, because I, I wasn't familiar with that story, but uh, apparently uh, they tried to physically restrain him, um, but were unable to stop him from jumping. No one else was injured, and the investigation has been closed. Yeah, he once choked um, Paris Jackson. What? Yeah. 
Um, what was yeah. the reason? It's so bizarre. Bizarre. Crazy. Speaking of bizarre deaths, guys, there was a, a wrestling. He accused death. Seth Green of uh, pedophilia. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so he had <sighs> some. He had some problems. Yeah. So he literally walked up to Paris Jackson and, and choked her. Something like. That. I read that story. Man, what a freak! He's, uh, <laughs> All right, uh, keep researching that, Chachi, yeah. because this is yeah. another bizar- bizarre death. A wrestler actually died in the ring. Oh, jeez. Um, his name's Silver King at the age of 51. Uh, it's an independent wrestling show. He was wrestling Juventud Guerrero, who you might mention, you might remember from WCW. And apparently Guerrero hit a flying clothesline and went for a follow-up pin attempt. Guerrero kicked out, but a pair that King was struggling to move... Guerrero kicked Silver King near the collarbone area, went for a pin, but he was unresponsive when he tried to roll him over. So he rolled him over anyways. They counted three, and they were trying to revive him. He would not wake up. And, uh, yeah, really, really tragic. A really horrible way to go. I wonder how consumed with guilt Juventud Guerrero is now. You have to you have to imagine there is some guilt, um, but at the same time he did have maybe before the kick he, he was already uh, showing signs. Okay. Um, because I don't know, but yes, I don't know. I mean, I would the think the kick like, could have sealed it. Yeah. Yeah. The kick could have sealed Bad. it, and you're right. I wonder if he's gonna get a like, you know, because that's he still could, he could get criminal charge. Criminal yeah, charge. Criminal, right. Yeah. Well, here it is. Cappy once had Paris. Um, Jackson fearing for her life back Jesus. in August 2018 after oh he allegedly God. choked her during a game night party. Oh, my God. He continued texting her after the scary the incident, hell? forcing her to beef up her security to protect herself. What? Yeah. Oh. I, I remember we did this, this thing on this show. Uh, we actually before. talked about Isaac. Yeah. Maybe he was uh, facing criminal charges from that or something. I don't know. I think That's it's, just fucking I think it's just crazy. Speaking of crazy people, Felicity Huffman, uh, ready to face the consequences, as you know, for the... Oh. Uh, um, the college scandal, um, the college mission, mission scandal with her daughter. Um, she pled guilty, but Laurie Laughlin still pleading not yeah. guilty for some reason. Um, she's like, Becky's girl! <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to see how that plays out. That. Girl, hey. you going to jail! <laughs> Hayden Panettiere from Heroes. All those uh, jailmates are going to be so excited to get Aunt Becky. <laughs> 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 They'll be like, full house for tonight's TV show, right. guys. <laughs> uh, so Hayden Panettiere. Um, You're not right. So apparently she was the victim of domestic abuse recently with her uh, new boyfriend, Brian Hickerson. Apparently he was detained uh, and booked on a suspicion of felony domestic violence. He was arrested, posted a $50,000 bond. But apparently... Uh, very recently, they were seen together holding hands. Um, so I don't know what the situation is with that, but that's uh, um, every relationship in Baltimore, <laughs> right? Mm, really. Pretty crazy, man. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, a lot of people are saying that Hayden and Brian's relationship is highly dysfunctional, um, and uh, she had just gotten divorced from her. Uh, her, mm-hmm. her last husband was like a professional boxer. Yeah. She had a kid with. Um, so Justin Timberlake and Missy Elliott's are honorary doctors, just like I guess Doctor Lickalopus got his honorary PhD. I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> from uh, the Berkeley College of Music. Um, so um, man, imagine for all those people that spend 
hard-earned money and time to get their PhD. And Missy Elliott and Justin Timberlake can just walk into any... Hey, you know what? And Missy Elliott and Justin Timberlake have put a lot of work in. Oh, I get it. You know, it's like, don't discount. They're not just schmoes off the street. They're well, like, I know. Yeah, let me work. But an honorary PhD gamers. That kind of work. That is a classic song. Work It is is a classic song. That and... Just don't sing one minute, Get your freak on. One minute, man. Well, fun fact, uh, Missy Elliott actually lived, lived to my um, my aunt in Virginia Beach, her old neighborhood. Oh, you did? I remember oh, you telling me yeah. this. Oh, yeah. They actually did that yeah. of Cribs. They filmed in, this, in that neighborhood, too. Oh. <laughs> I remember you telling me yeah. this. They stayed there with her mother. Oh, Missy, that's awesome. Hilary Duff, uh, engaged, married again, so the younger star, again. and singer revealed her uh, new uh, boyfriend, well, not really new boyfriend, uh, Matthew Coma, who they share a six-month-old daughter with, had gotten engaged. It split up for a little while, but they got back together. And Jennifer Lawrence and Cook Maroney, imagine, A-list actress and an art gallery um, employee or art, art gallery dealer, whatever. Um, apparently, they had a uh, an engagement party in New York, and I um, guess they're getting ready to um, announce their wedding. Um, no baby news for Sabrina. I know that she wants... <laughs> I always tease you about the... Ra- the baby news. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Did you know that Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch apparently uh, are in their Instagram official? Mm-hmm. Um, they posted uh, a shot of them kissing on Instagram. So Becky Two Belts and the current WWE Universal Champion are now together. Um, and um, the opposite of that is Alexa Bliss. Her and her... Um, I guess fiance Buddy Murphy have split, ending their engagement in a November, supposedly. Oh, l- ending in their engagement in September. Um, I'm looking forward to the Money in the Bank pay-per-view, guys. We announced the card last week, but there's been some changes as Sami Zayn replaces Braun Strowman in the Money in the Bank ladder match. So... Uh, we're not going to have the Monster Among Men in that ladder match, unfortunately. Wait, are we doing shitty wrestling news now? <laughs> you trying to sink that in there without even telling us it's starting? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of segue for the relationship. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. You try to, to sneak that. <laughs> but no, this, these, this is a couple like major things that no, I'll, I'll just go over. <laughs> you're lying to me, no. A um, couple watch. Ta- set your watches. Like twenty minutes later, we'll still be here. <laughs> hey, it's our last two episodes, yeah. man. We got well, Is it going to go into our next episode? <laughs> yeah. All right. Really quick, there was um, some controversy with a new WWE superstar named Lars Sullivan. He was fined $100,000 for controversial online comments that he remained in the past. So very very much like James Gunn. But a lot of his posts were racist, were uh, bigoted, were against homosexuals, um, people of color, uh, Muslims, um, and just really insensitive remarks. Well, he sounds um, very thorough, at least. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, so WWE uh, apparently got pressure from sponsors mm-hmm. because they got wind of his uh, posting on this message board, which, again, was years ago. But he did post a few during the time he was employed. Hmm. Um, but now they're actually making him go through sensitivity training as well. I never heard of him. Um, he's a new superstar. He's a big guy. Um, right. And apparently... His, name? his name's Lars Sullivan. Laura Sullivan? La- Lars. Lars. 
Oh, Lars. Oh, I was like, oh, well, no wonder I'm so angry. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, the the Mars Wrigley Corporation that you know, owns Snickers, they're the big uh, sponsor that reached out to WWE because a customer had said, dear Snickers, one of the companies you sponsored WWE is featuring a wrestler by the name of Lars Sullivan who made many internet comments praising mass shooters, espousing hatred and mocking black, mentally ill, and gay people. Does that represent Mars as a company? If so, I'll have to choose a different snack brand that more identifies with American values. <laughs> like, like yeah. you're, blaming, you're blaming Mars. Yeah. So, uh, Titus, Ruin him! So he actually, um, he actually uh, apologized. He's like, um, I'm sorry, I'm a racist bigot. Yeah. But like, he apologized on social still. media. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I mean, that one, that one red M and M's been known racist for years, mm-hmm. and, and no one yeah. said anything. He well, said, "Red M and M, the asshole, though." Yeah, he's racist. He's very yeah, racist. He's that yeah. asshole. Nobody likes yeah. him. Even the yellow ones, like, dude, can yeah. you chill the fuck out? I mean, he hates Puerto Ricans. I don't know why. Oh. <laughs> he does. I don't know why. I like him. Lars uh, issued a public apology. The apology read like this. There's no excuse for inappropriate remarks I made years ago. They do not reflect my personal beliefs nor who liar. I am today. Liar. And I apologize to anyone I offended. Trying so to save your face. Liar. <laughs> and WWE's next um, co- uh, competition shot, as you know, is AEW. Don't say it. Don't say Did you, you know. know. <laughs> like you're, you're sucking me into this long news segment. I don't want to be here. <laughs> uh, they just uh, launched. Uh, they just uh, struck a deal with Warner Media to for a new television slot on TNT primetime beginning later this year. So this will be the first time pro wrestling has aired on TNT since the days of WCW, yeah. which I knew that you were a big fan of. And as you know, AEW could be the next big promotion to compete with WWE. It won't. It won't be. I mean, it has the money. I hope it does well. It has money from who? Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars owners. Um, really? They're billionaires. Okay. Yeah. So they have a lot they of can money. Do it. If they can do what TNA could not do. I mean, more power yep. to them. Yep. Uh, the name. So it's um, Tony Khan and Bernie Cahill, co-founder of Activist Artist Management. Khan is also an investor. Khan is a son of billionaire Shahid Khan, hmm. owner of several sports, uh, professional sports teams. Well, so I heard they got go. Jim Ross. To they be got Jim Ross. And the announcement, which I think is a good move. Your boy, uh, Cody Rhodes, the uh, American Nightmare, um, is the head of the company. Is that what they call him now? Oh, the American Nightmare, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, good. <laughs> I, knew you, I knew you'd love that, right? Pay me. <laughs> so, um, and probably more free agents. They're probably going to get Dean Ambrose. Um, I know that Luke Harper is unhappy with his current position at WWE. They'll probably get Luke Harper if he can get out of his contract. Apparently, there was a botched spot at WrestleMania that he was mm. very livid about. Um, well, I mean, here's what you got to do. you got to be an alternative to WWE. Mm-hmm. You can't try to compete with them because you're never going to be able to do it because mm-hmm. they've been around for 50 years. Right. you got to be something like, I mean, geared towards adults, have it like violent, have it, you know, it's totally mm-hmm. different than what WWE is. And right. You, you might get an audience. You're not going to be able to, like, beat them in the ratings. Like, you're not going to be able to do that. But um, the TNA try to compete head-to-head, and that's, you know, and now they're pretty much done they are pretty much done yeah so we'll see what aew does mm. that's all i have for wrestling and right. we have some plugs and promotions and rants mm-hmm. yeah i do have, do a we have sabrina's rant. rant i do have a slight rant oh lord it's about the admiral <laughs> somebody rolled their eyes i love it 
It's about the Admiral Fell Inn in Fells Point. In Baltimore. A friend of mine stayed there, and oh they stole stuff from his room, and they charged my credit card, made him actually pay cash for an extra day that he did not stay in the room for because they told him that it was booked. Okay. Um, and I just wanted to say, just plug that and say, don't stay there. Not plug them, but throw them under the bus. But yeah, throw them under the bus. <laughs> I wanted to throw them under the bus. They actually wrote me a letter, and they're like, we're so sorry about your stay. We hope next time. And I was like, well, I just wanted to say. How about some free stays? If there is a next, like, first of all, I am never staying at your establishment ever again. If there was a zombie apocalypse and your place was the only safe location, I would rather stay in a dumpster behind a Chinese food truck and (laughs) await imminent death. Hmm. Holy smokes. Yeah. So that's how I feel about that. So you won't say there again? Um, never. <laughs> never. <laughs> but yes, I just wanted everyone to know what? that Good. don't say it, Admiral fell in because <laughs> they don't have a safety deposit box in your room mm. and they will steal well, your shit. Get to the other side of the story. You believe that the friend was profiled, correct? Um, yes, I do think he was profiled and that's why they did that because they he was throwing, giving like... He gave like over a grand in tips to the hotel staff. He's a friendly. He's kind of friendly with his money. Jesus. Um, but he. Yeah. He's profiled due yeah, to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, black man with a lot of cash. That that's off. That's off the grid, right? Off yeah. the grid. But it was in my name, so none of that really. Was it in the rubber band stacks? <laughs> 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 that is besides that the point. The point is well, that they went into his room and stole his shit and violated his wow. privacy. I mean, That's yes. the point. And also charged my card for an extra day of which they said that there was that he could not stay in it and that it was already booked. He stayed in a different hotel and my credit card also got charged for that night that they said that he had no booking for. Wow. Did you get your so, money back? Um no, I'm actually filing a police report. Yeah, uh, I just told crazy. him I need a list of all the stuff that was stolen from his room. But I, you know, I actually, <laughs> one of the hotel staff people was actually there when he was having a stink. And the manager having went into stink. the back and basically was like, oh, yeah, I guess I do have your coach bag. Like, why is my <gasps> friend's coach bag in your wow. office, bro? Um, Yeah. So um, yeah. I will be filing a police report. <laughs> Good luck. Um, <laughs> and I do have the witness of one of the hotel staff. Good, good. That was there. At least That's one good. of the staff so, is on your side. That yes. will help your cause. Yes. You should blast them on social media. I feel like companies, <laughs> like, they're like, oh, nothing we can do. So and then you blast them. And they're like, oh, oh shit. So what is the <laughs> motive for a hotel staff to steal from um, this What man? do you mean what is the motive? Um, they <laughs> profiled this motherfucker and they were like, he has so much cash. He's probably not going to, the hotel room is under somebody else's name. He's probably not going to do shit about it. So let's go in there and fucking wow. do what we can and have a free for all. And you know what? Some of us are going to do something about it. Boom. Take it to the street. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take it to the street. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh. Hell hath no fury like... A woman Sabrina. Sabrina score. You best believe that's her new name. (laughs) Sabrina score. Does anyone have anything to promote? Because as you know, this is the penultimate episode. Until the fall. I I have something to promote. Yes, yes. 
be good to each other. Oh. Oh. Man, shut up, General. <laughs> General. I'm launching my swimwear next week. Oh, yes. nice. Uh, Badass beachwear. I'm nice. modeled for it. Yes. Nice. Yes, hey, where was my call? I w- I, I'm available for modeling. <laughs> <laughs> I only have girls swimwear, but if you really hey, want to be in a I, mermaid. I'm still available for modeling. <laughs> Martin was one of our handlers. That was such a fun day. Oh, cool. Yeah, Lucky uh, him. It was such a fun day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we could be handlers. Like I know, right? He was like, he was like I get to touch all these girls. I was like, yeah, we have both hands. Yes. <laughs> We're not Jamie Lannisters. Yeah, We've got both our hands. Yeah. Because he <laughs> had to help us put our flash tattoos on. That was actually, I think they made a mistake. Uh, like People were saying that like the scene where Jamie's hugging Cersei, it looked like he, he th- had both hands. Oh, wow. Ooh, but see, no, 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 the one cap. hand... The one I was holding a Starbucks cup. Starbucks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, but but wasn't it herbal tea instead of coffee or instead of latte or? No, no one chai has, tea. no one has owned up to the chai. No one has owned up to the cup yet, though. By the way. Oh, Sir somebody, somebody Davos. got fucking Davos. reamed out on the show, probably. But they didn't the disclose who it was. Yeah. Dude, nobody is gonna be like, that was my cup that ruined the shot. But yeah. it was, it was closest heard, to Daenerys. I heard that. Um, they were talking about how Jason Momoa had showed up that day. Oh, and snap. Then, no, and they were all like, Are you oh, sure it's not the DMV yeah. of uh, Cal Drogo, the DMV? Uh, this is what <laughs> I heard on the radio, that he showed up, and that everyone was all like in a tizzy, because they were like tizzy. having a reunion, and somebody right. just forgot. Wow. Say, yeah, because nobody's going to be like, hey, guys, fire me from literally every show ever. I right. was the one who left my Starbucks cup there. Holy smokes. But I love how, like, we got past the people filming, the editing room. Like, right. how yeah. did it get past yeah, best, all best of that? Boy all number two. Like, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> Especially when they had two years to make and watch like, this. Like, when they were cleaning up the set <laughs> afterwards, <laughs> right. so you're like, hey, there's a Starbucks cup here. I think we're missing <laughs> the main point of this. Like, Lux they took say, two years to put this ser- this these episodes out. Two years. Yeah. And in that two years, <laughs> no one caught the Starbucks. Although, cup. Tru- truth be told, truth Best be told, it was so two. dark. I didn't I didn't four. notice it until somebody I totally actually didn't notice it at all. Brightened. I didn't the article it. came out. Yeah. yeah. yeah same, now, same. if Flex was here, he would say it would be a publicity stunt. Oh, of course, because he's our conspiracy theorist. Starbucks. Flex is just an angry man. Yeah, he is an angry old man. <laughs> we miss Flex on Blue. Yeah, we do. Um, but we're gonna miss um, Below the Belt show all summer. Uh, again, this or, is our penultimate yeah. episode. We will be back uh, in the fall, which would be late August. Um, if we are back sooner, we will be informing everybody on social oh media. God. But in the meantime. Uh, it's been an incredible episode. Uh, anyone else have anything to plug before we close? Allie? Uh, no. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully I'm something soon. Soon, yes. I might have a dance video soon. Oh, right. word. Okay, but you can't talk about it now. Yeah, it's not. It's that okay. We're filming next week, hopefully. Okay. Well, anyways, guys. Sabrina's it, Beach Line. It's a <laughs> tremendous show from top to bottom. We'd like to thank uh, the five of you uh, in studio, which is... Again, a great show, great panel, because we wanted to get as many of, I would say, you are some BTB's best. 
Uh, and, and, uh, yes. Which is Agre- pretty sad when I you agree. think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck, Chuck, I do negative. Miss, um, Martin's He's a demotivational rant. speaker. I do miss Martin's rants about Game of Thrones because I feel like he would literally be throwing yeah, down, we'll whipping have, out swords. Yeah, we'll have, Mar- we'll have Martin uh, next week, probably. So we're, this is the creme de la creme. This is, we have to split up the, uh, the VIPs. It's the, so. the best of the worst. Yeah. Like, yeah. So on behalf of everybody in studio, including Mike, the General Zod. Thank you. It was, despite uh, despite a um, unusual beginning, it was a it was a good show. It was a good show. Because you completely fucking forgot about me <laughs> in the beginning. <laughs> so now I can't edit it out. It's yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> done. <laughs> Sabrina Taylor Smith. Oh, BTB, how much I love you. And hopefully by next time, we will, will not be calling you House of Mormons. I really hope so. <laughs> if so, uh, like, you have all summer. be prepared to By the Christmas me. show, you need to be healed. Yeah, I know. By, by I, thought I am planning to be Mystique for my Halloween costume, so oh. if I'm not, then it'll work it'll out. It'll actually work out. <laughs> 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 or you could be Jorah Mormont. <laughs> Definitely not going to be a man. The gender but, bent. Yeah. <laughs> Although yep. it would be a hot Jorah Mormon. And that's right. The Breaker tra- Chains, the Mother Dragons, the, um, the Queen of the Andals, the Unburnt, Your Grace, Lady Morgan, Fabulous. Dracarys. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yes. Dracarys, but... <laughs> <laughs> that's right, guys. She is host, actress, voice actor. The list goes on and on. And the adorable one. From, from the house of adorable. From the oh, <laughs> adorable. The house. nickname is stuck. <laughs> <laughs> she is Ali Dad. House of like dorbs. House of uh, dorbs. <laughs> you know, Jennifer Blank Bean in the interview we played said that you are absolutely she adorable. Was so sweet. She Aww. said you're adorable. She said the same thing. <laughs> I get. Uh, That's what Jason I get, it, I get it so like. I guess it's better than, oh, you're so ugly. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, when you're Trust old, me, it's better. <laughs> well, Jason Biggs which is better, but they're too. like, oh, you're so cute. Aww. Oh, that must suck so bad that the whole world thinks you're adorable. Hmm. I know. Adorable. Yeah, I really do feel for you. <laughs> but That's when you're definitely first world problems. Come I on. I know. When you're growing up, though, it's bad, though. Oh, yeah. Aww. I really like, feel for you, especially when you're growing up. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, when I was growing up, I was very awkward and... But were you the adorable one back then? Oh, no. Oh, oh, definitely not. Growing up? Oh, no. I was the girl getting pushed down. <laughs> I was picked on how a can, lot growing you, up. How, yeah. can do that? how can somebody do that? Because people are mean. Aww. Well, no one's mean to you now. That's all that matters. <laughs> and uh, Chachi McFly, the king of the 80s, the demotivational speaker back from Havana. Yeah, and despite a wonderful beginning of the show, I think it went downhill from there. <laughs> um, oh, your story of Cuba was the highlight? <laughs> no, no. Uh, you're forgetting about um, General. Oh. <laughs> everyone's going back on that, man. That was the best part of the show. Now <laughs> I really can't edit it out. <laughs> and, of course, <laughs> thanking our our uh, guest, Colin, from This Is Us on NBC, Lauren Namey, um, who plays Mrs. Pearson. So thank you so much. Guys, we will be back next week for our final AwesomeCon interviews and, of course, more of the BTB um, people and the voices that you love to hear every week for our spring season finale, guys. And then we'll be back in September, so hopefully no news happens in Hollywood Ah! between then and September. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Else we're going to have a lot to talk about. Yeah. And, uh... 
closing out tonight's show, we will have a um, special interview as the um, device here just died. Ally so, um, Dash, killing it at AwesomeCon. Good you job. killed it at AwesomeCon, Allie. Thanks. You were talking about the video of AwesomeCon that you did, right? Yeah, the, um, that was really cool. So but, um, um, Dexter little... put together a little teaser of our AwesomeCon uh, coverage on Saturday. And hopefully he'll be putting together Chachi's interview with Martin Cove and my interview with Wes Johnson as well. But let's go ahead and play another great interview that Ali Dash did with actor and voice actor Phil Lamar. Um, killed it in this interview, Ali Dash. Thank you very yes, much. Yes, and as you are an aspiring voice actor, that uh, or you are a voice actor, I would love to say, um, I'm sure that might have been one of your highlights, talking to somebody like yeah, Phil Lamar. Yeah, it was really cool. Kind of um, gave uh, his insights on voice acting. Definitely. Um, he's done s- so many, such a range. I'm just trying to... Who was your highlight uh, at AwesomeCon? Um, I would probably say Anthony Michael Hall. Yes. Because I was huge 80s movie fan, um, so that was really cool. Yes, uh, so we'll be playing that next week. Oh, we didn't want to give every, everyone everything <laughs> yeah, this week. <laughs> um, but yeah, but it, and it was all really... Yeah, so all Anthony great. Michael Hall, Kelly LeBrock next week, and... Uh, Yes, we are ending with Allie's interview with um, Phil Lamar. Um, but prior to that, um, because of Doris Day's uh, passing, let's go ahead and play her iconic song, Que Sera Sera. And that's kind of the state of Below the Belt show. Whatever yeah. will be, will be. Um, will I be pretty? Will I be rich? Here's what she said to me. Let's all do it. <laughs> Whatever will be, will be. Sing it, Allie and Chachi. The future is ours to see. All right, so here we go. Here is Kesarasura. I was just a little girl I asked my mother What will I be? Will I be pretty? Will I be rich? Here's what she said to me Que sera, sera Whatever will be, will be The future's not ours to see Que sera, sera Songs available only on live broadcasts on WMBC and BelowTheBeltShow.com. Hi, I'm Allie Dash. I'm here with Click On This Show and Below The Belt Show. And I'm here with the one and only Phil Lamar. Hey, Allie, how are you? I'm doing well. So how, how's the con been for you? It's great. It's great. It's always fun to actually get out of the booth and actually see people. That's wonderful. Do you have a favorite fandom, um, favorite cosplay, or someone you'd like to cosplay? Um, not really. I mean, I've been so lucky to be able to be a part of like a bunch of really cool fandoms. I mean, I've gotten to be part of DC, Marvel, Star Wars. You know, um, I'm trying to think. 
if there's anything I... I mean, I, I'm a big comic book guy, so being part of the DC and Marvel universes or, you know, and doing Justice League was really, you know, a dream come true. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, and then there's new stuff like Samurai Jack, which didn't exist when I was a kid, but I'm so psyched to be a part of just because, you know, I think the show is just gorgeous. You know? That's wonderful. So growing up, were you always a big fan of um, the different comics? And how has it been, you know, being a fan as a kid, being able to be these different roles? Well, I actually think it's given me sort of uh, a head start. I remember when we would record episodes of Justice League, a lot of times, you know, especially with Justice League Unlimited, they would introduce, you know, new characters, and some of them were not like just the big, you know, comic book heroes that everybody knew. And people, you know, would actors would come in and go, so wait, this character I'm playing... And generally speaking, I would a lot of times be able to reach into my bag and go, actually, I have a comic with that character in it. You want to see what he looks like? That you know. is awesome. And you were recently in The Incredibles 2. Um, I have two kids, huge, huge Incredibles fans. You're awesome. Um, how was that experience getting to be a part of such a beloved uh, movie franchise? Well, I mean, that was unexpected and really amazing because generally speaking animated feature films don't use anywhere near the same actors that television animation does so you know we look at it as just this other world that generally doesn't seem to want us um, but to finally be you know get to be in there and be a part of you know Pixar which is you know the highest level of animated features was so much fun and getting work to, to work with Brad Bird was great. He was, you know, I mean, I've worked with some amazing creators. You know, Matt Groening, Gendy Tartakovsky, you know, Seth MacFarlane, Bruce Tim. you know. And to be able to add his name to that list, I'm like, okay, I'm doing pretty good. That's awesome. And do you have any, you know, upcoming projects um, that you're excited about or working on currently? Um... See, this is the weird thing about animation. When people ask you what you're working on, they really mean, what did you work on a year ago that I'm going to be able to see soon? Because there's this enormous lag time. Like, what I worked on last week, you won't see for nine months to a year. Um, plus, a lot of it, you know, especially these days, everybody has a non-disclosure agreement. You can't talk about it. It's like, really? You don't want people to know and hear and be excited? Okay. You're the boss. Um, but no, I'm very excited about um, Mortal Kombat 11, which I, I do a voice in, just came out. Um, what else have we been working on? Um, uh, the Jellies, which is a show on Adult Swim. We're, you know, we just finished recording our second season. Um, and I'm working on an um, animated show of my own. Uh, called Goblins. Um, Co-producing it with a couple of friends of mine, and it's based on my friend's uh, webcomic, um, also called Goblins. And we've got some amazing, amazing uh, voice actors, you know, uh, Billy West, Maurice LaMarche, Matthew Mercer from um, Critical Role, Steve Bloom, um, Jim Cummings, the voice of Tigger and Pooh, you know, all of these guys... And, oh, and Jennifer Hale, like the queen of video games, um, have all done helped us do this trailer that we're trying to get animated now so that we can get it out and turn it into like a real cartoon show. That's awesome. So we're very excited about that, although producing is a lot harder than acting. That's awesome. And lastly, as you know, 
aspiring voice actor myself. Um, do you have any words of advice um, for those of us, you know, trying to break into the industry? Well, I mean, it's hard to say without really know, like knowing you and your background and what your strengths and weaknesses are. But in general, one of the misperceptions a lot of people have is that it's about being able to do funny voices or you know impressions of classic cartoon characters. It's like, yeah, no. We don't need somebody to play Fry on Futurama. Billy West already does that pretty well. Mm -hmm. um, but most importantly, even though it's called voice acting, the acting comes first. Yes. You know, you have to be able to take a script and make a character real. You know, whatever it is you're doing, whether it's comedy, whether it's drama, whether it's a video game, you know, or like a web short, that part of it doesn't change. So be able to act first, the voices will come. You know? That's wonderful. I want to thank you so much again for taking your time to, to talk to us, and I hope you have an amazing rest of your time here at AwesomeCon. Thank you. And great jacket, by the way. Thank you so much. Going to see the movie tonight? Yes! <laughs> well, it has been a ill show tonight, and I think we have all learned some valuable lessons. This is your bot for the bad boys of Baltimore saying, Until next time, keep chilling. Like a villain.